your lap The way you slow wine, girl, you make me come over And I want you to wine and hold me tight I want you to stay for the rest of the night Girl, I wanna, girl, I wanna so wine on ya
a little ginger. Oh girl, I wanna be with you, but you know they got enough time for me. I wanna live with you. Uh, I got the reason why I can't let go. Girl, you never know, so you come back up. Man, them so far to find your love. Girl, you never know, so you come back. Girl, can't sweet, but girl, your love is sweeter. So below juice mixed with a little ginger. Oh, girl, I wanna be with you, but you know they got enough time for me. I wanna live with you. Uh, I got the reason why I can't let go. Girl, you never know, so you come back up. Man, them so far to find your love. Girl, you never know, so you come back up. Man, them so far to find your love. Girl, you never know, so you come back up. So far to find your love Can you never know So you come pass up Man them so far to find your love Macho on your chin Now walk your don't talk Come in like a thief in a night's long jaw Can you know say All of my niggas them ball Nothing you go ever ever need at all Macho on your chin Now walk your don't talk Taking it a break And then me I know the rush Baby If you want me Catch a rabble But me say with all me Show me a jigger, let me see. Let me see. And let me see the woman that is with. That is it. Put a couple thousand dollars on your wrist. What's on your wrist? Mama, right mama, they can't touch you. Uh, I ain't never see this kind, babe. We do some kind things, make me feel some kind way. You know why I'm not just trying to get late. Cause I know some kind things do it for the right pay. Baby, make a fire you with my machine gun. 16 rounds. I be King Kong. Yeah, let me make a sample you, my brand new song. Baby, love. Oh, girl, I wanna be with you. But you know they got enough time for me I wanna live with you yeah. I can't see reason why I can't let go Can you never know So you come back up Man them so far to find your love Can you never know So you come back up Man them so far to find your love Can you never know So you come back up Man them so far to find your love Can you never know So you come back up Man them so far to find your love Senorita, mama sita Body bad and the craze for your features. Nice to meet you, Jimmy Sika. Only wanna deceive on my future. Oh, I wanna teach your body a thing or two. If you know the things we do, this love ain't no be junk, no happy fool. Yeah, yeah, girl, so my boy, you me second. Five star boomba, yeah, top her. Kaba kaba, me a me in a mobile. Oh my, animal, boss, my mama.
Back up from the top. I just love this mix. It is Mix Up Monday on Move It Monday. We're doing some soca, I'm a piano, and Afro beats. in one more before we get into the headlines
Are you ready for the new week? New day, new opportunities. Let's go. You know, I don't know what's going on with uh, Clubhouse, but everybody that I click on, <laughs> my co-mods, I get a pop-up saying, uh, you do not follow the person. I don't understand. How is, I have been following them. Is it that Clubhouse is unfollowing folks for you? I don't know. What's going on, Clubhouse? Rosolo? It told me I wasn't following you. Javette, it tells me I'm not following you. So now I click on you and I have to follow you again. No, Clubhouse. What, what, what's going on? What, what's going on? It's telling me that I don't follow Marlon. Marlon, I got to follow you as well. Ah, what's really going on, Clubhouse? What are you doing? Are you ready? Come on, Clubhouse. Get it together. So first, you know, I'm going to have to go click on my profile. See what's going on here. Okay, Clubhouse is definitely doing its own thing because I copied the link from a news article, pinned it at the top of the page, but that's not what is at the top of the page. So it's either somebody has cloned me and doing their own thing for me, or Clubhouse is just straight wilding today. I don't know. Hello, hello. But don't worry, we're gonna figure it all out. Are we going to go ahead and get started? It's time for us to get this show on the road. Gotta say good morning to all our listeners around the world logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Good morning to everyone listening on JohnOradio.com. And of course, I have to say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Monday, January 23. Yes, it is. This month is almost over, folks. And today is the kickoff of tax, you know, tax season here in the U.S. It is also mix up, mo- <laughs> mix up Monday and move it Monday. So what does that mean? Today we're playing soca, I'm a piano and Afro beats. Mixing it all up for you. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee Into World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. And, you know, I have to do this. I have to give a big shout out i didn't realize um but why am i being so ignorant i don't know but i didn't realize 
how global our listeners are. So let me just say a big shout out and a big thank you to everyone from all around the world. Thank you for surprising me. And let me just give you an idea of where we are with our, where our listeners are from. So, you know, just so you know, just so you know. So we have listeners, of course, here in the U.S. This is where we're based, Jamaica, Canada, the U.K. But we also have listeners in France, Germany, St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Barbados, Italy, the Netherlands, uh, Guyana, Kenya, Guatemala, Guadeloupe, and the list goes on. So special good morning. Well, I'm not sure what time it is where you are. For some of you, it's probably evening. We also have listeners in Japan um, and some other countries in South America. So welcome. I'm going to have to learn all these languages, at least to be able to say good morning in um, French and uh, what, what other one? Well, Spanish, French, Italian, uh, German. <laughs> have to learn i'm not sure what language they speak in kenya but i'm definitely gonna have to learn how to say good morning or good day in those languages so don't worry me and my team we'll get it we'll get it we'll get it <laughs> and here are the headlines we have for you today out of the caribbean corner are Bayesians ready to subscribe to the american bank holiday laws out of grenada cannabis group and u.s company discuss monetizing the ganja industry out of guyana police sees marijuana shipment from the usa huh marijuana coming from the usa to the caribbean i thought it would be the other way around but okay out of haiti ariel henry promises the creation of ninety six thousand five hundred jobs in 40 to 45 days okay ariel let's see how you're gonna do this we are watching in saint martin a new record has been set for daily cruise tourist arrivals in trinidad and tobago ministry begins distributing transport grants and in the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, they have recorded their third murder for 2023. Out of Jamaica, a man held after cops seized guns, six magazines during raid in St. James. And wealth advisor claims innocence of U.S. $143,000 fraud. But there is something else. You got to stick around for that. And of course, the newsmaker of the week, the SSL fraud heats up amid resignation and home search. And um, I have some eye candy for the ladies on Clubhouse. Um, so if you want to see what I'm talking about, you're going to have to hop on over to Clubhouse. Um, if you don't have the app, go ahead and download it. It is available in the Apple and Google Play stores. And once you get on, you search for coffee in T-O-E. And, you know, you'll see the eye candy that's coming up later on for the ladies. Out of Latin America, Cuba speeds up connection process for international fiber optic cable. And Peru closes Machu Picchu as anti-government protests grow. On the international scene, five are dead after extremists stormed a government office in Somalia's capital. And Nigerian flights disrupted as ground staff go on strike. First female Palestinian pastor ordained in the Holy Land. We have news out of North America. Of course, we're going to be talking about the mass shooting that happened in Monterey, California. Also, a shooting that happened in a Louisiana nightclub. Uh, we're going to talk about the situation that seems to be the norm 
and I'm speaking specifically about guns and gun violence. Um, we're always missing or ignoring. Well, in this case, Virginia school downplayed teachers' warnings about the six-year-old student who shot her. When are we going to start listening? So we're going to talk about that. We have those stories and more um, in business and tech news. Southwest pilots. So if you are a pilot for Southwest or you work for Southwest, you know, keep your ears open because you may be eligible for bonus pay for working during the meltdown. And in the brew, which is our entertainment news section, Beyonce divides fans with Dubai Atlantis royal live show let's hear what they're gonna say we have those stories and more coming up right after this keep it locked i changed my ways for you girl you have my back for true i even pray for you girl i go pray for you even though your body bless focus yeah all your mindset since you come in my life girl everything has success hey, oh gosh oh baby your body driving me crazy Your skin does shimmer, girl Watch out with glow, glow, yeah Oh gosh, oh baby No cape and still you come save me You love me back to life Watch out, glow, glow, yeah No doubt my girl is a goddess The baddest, yeah Hattest, so many nicknames for you, my love Yeah, do darling, sugar Say it with my chest, it's you I want, girl Sweetie, honey don't mind spending my time and money All is for you, yeah Oh gosh, oh baby Your body driving me crazy Your skin does shimmer, girl Watch out with glow, glow, yeah Oh gosh, oh baby No cape and still you come save me You love me back to life Watch out with glow, glow, yeah You give me non-stop love on the double That Friday is performance don't get mixed up, we a power couple My girl a boss, so me boss up Life in your words, trust in my vision Swear we a real good balance now My life's so sweet, since the day you pull up So I ain't a pull up Oh gosh, oh baby Your body driving me crazy Your skin does shit, my girl Watch out with glow, glow, yeah Oh gosh, oh baby No cape and still you come save me you love me back to life, watch how I glow, glow, yeah. Hey, I changed my ways for you. Gotta say thank you to everyone listening online from all around the world. We appreciate you for tuning in to JanoRadio.com and QMZRadio.com. That being said, I also um I had a meeting over the weekend and um certain things were highlighted so i just want to do some house cleaning <laughs> if you want to call it that and some reminders that because our reach is global as i was stating earlier we have listeners from all around the world and just to give you an idea of where our listeners are tuning in from uh let me just give you that quick rundown again so we do have listeners in uh, apart from the U.S., Jamaica, Canada, and the U.K., we do have listeners in France, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, uh, Guatemala, Guadeloupe, Guyana, throughout the Caribbean. Uh, so we have to be super sensitive about 
the things we say because what we don't want to do is offend anyone. Uh, we have to be cognizant and、um, understand that there are differing cultures, differing beliefs,、um, different differing ideologies, and the beauty about coffee in tow is that we welcome everyone and. We want everyone to feel included, so we're all inclusive in its true sense, right?、Uh, we don't any, want anyone to feel alienated, so we try to our very best, and I think we have done a pretty good job. And you know, I stand corrected, but I want to say I think we have done a pretty good job in being respectful of everyone. You know,、um, we try to avoid name calling and you know that sort of thing. So yeah, you know, we want to thank everyone from listening all around the world that they feel comfortable to tune in and listen, and you know, because understanding, getting an understanding, is so important, and that helps to bring the world closer together. All right, so thank you once again to everyone. I appreciate you all. A little more music before we. A little more music before we get back to business. It is Movement Monday. We're mixing it up today, so we're calling it Mix Up Monday. <laughs> As we play some soca music, I'm a piano and Afro beats. It's two minutes before the bottom of the hour. We'll be getting started shortly. I think we got time for one more. Here is Michelle Montano with Fast Wine, getting you ready for carnival.
and it is time for us to anchor down into the stories and we're gonna kick it off in the caribbean corner And for our first story, we head on over to Barbados. Are Bayesians ready to subscribe to American bank holiday laws? Story courtesy of Barbados.loopnews.com. Well, Bayesians hate when a bank holiday falls on a Saturday. And with the Caribbean always looking to the bigger countries when adopting many policies, some locals think it is high enough that the gem of the Caribbean to North America on this topic. Well, I think it is high enough. I don't know. Okay. What does America do when a bank holiday falls on a Saturday? Well, if a bank holiday falls on a Saturday, it will be observed the day before, which is Friday. If the holiday falls on a Sunday, it is observed the next day, Monday. Fun fact. The U.S. has a Uniform Monday Holiday Act. So what is that? The act was signed into law in June on June 1, 1968 and took effect on January 1, 1971. And it was to increase the number of three-day weekends on the calendar. So some holidays were moved to Mondays. Washington's birthday, colloquially President's Day, and Memorial Day were moved to Mondays. Columbus Day was made a federal holiday and permanently placed on a Monday. This created long weekends with three days off ending with the holidays such as Memorial Day weekend. While all current federal holidays have also been made public holidays in all 50 states, each state is not bound to observe the holidays on the same dates as the federal holidays. Which holidays cannot be moved to Mondays? Here we go. New Year's Day, Juneteenth, Independence Day, Veterans Day, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Was any holiday changed and switched back? The answer to that is yes. When the Uniforms Monday Act was passed, Veterans Day was moved from November 11th to the fourth Monday in October. But in 1978, it was returned to November 11th, the actual date of the end of World War I. January 21 is Errol Barrow Day in Barbados, and this year it has fallen on a Saturday. Today, many Barbadians are happy to celebrate the father of independence, but sad that on the one hand, it's not an extra day home, and on the other, for those who work Monday to Friday and only have Saturdays to run their business and shopping errands, it is a major inconvenience. Here are some of the comments on Bayesian Twitter. (laughs) Errol Barrow didn't fight the war for independence so that we could celebrate his bank holiday on a Saturday. A bank holiday on a Saturday is a sank holiday. Let holidays that fall on Saturday be observed on Monday. Bank holidays on Saturdays are absolute foolishness. It should be against the law for bank holidays to be on Saturday. That got me offset. Remember, 
If you're feeling useless, just know that a Saturday bank holiday is more useless than you are. Hashtag perspective. I want to say I kind of agree with these people. Um, With my fellow Caribbean nationals in Barbados, I have to. Uh, if, if the bank holiday falls on a Saturday, why can't we? I, I wouldn't say do it the Monday. I would say let's have it the Friday. You know, and if it falls on a Sunday, let's push it to the Monday. But interesting. I did not know that there was an act called the Uniform Monday Holiday Act. Was anybody else aware of that? Does that fall under civics? What does it fall under? Because it's news to me. Anybody else? Okay. <laughs> so, um, it falls under laws that are on the books that people are unaware of. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many <laughs> yeah oh my gosh Javette. this is interesting but they're saying that holidays that cannot be moved to mondays christmas day i guess it's not moved to monday because christmas day just falls on the if the 25th is a sunday we just we don't move it we just celebrate it the monday isn't that that's what we do right um, Thanksgiving is forever a Thursday, the last Thursday in November. Independence Day is always the 4th of July. Question, if Independence Day, the 4th of July in the U.S. falls on a Sunday, is it celebrated the Monday or does it just, what happens usually? I forgot. Good morning. It's celebrated the Monday. Good morning, Rosolo. Okay. Good morning. Okay. I'm in the car, so hopefully you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Thank you. So it falls on the Monday. Okay, Juneteenth and New Year's Day. All right, so I learned something today. Okay, the civics class, folks. June 1, 1968 was when the Uniform, holiday, the Uniform Monday Holiday Act was signed into law June 1, 1968, but it didn't take effect until January 1, 1971. Okay, next door, we're going to hop on over to Grenada. Cannabis Group and U.S. Company discuss monetizing the ganja industry. Story courtesy of CaribbeanDodgeLoopNews.com. Grenada's Cannabis Committee has held discussions with consultants from U.S. firm Laconic Infrastructure Partnership on monetizing the marijuana local sector. Chairperson of the Cannabis Committee, Rolanda McQueen, said exploring the benefits of the sector that goes beyond just plantation is important in the journey ahead. I don't want our island to be known as just growing marijuana. I want us to do something that would sustain us because it is a new field for us. We want to do things in a premium way, and that is the only way our country is going to benefit, McQueen stated. Chief Executive Officer of Laconic, Andrew Gilmore, noted that data helps in ensuring that pharmaceutical grades of cannabis are manufactured. He said with data comes the ability to grow more cannabis at a higher grade of purity for THC or cannabinoid oil, than just the standard plantings that will enable a pharmaceutical grade of cannabis products to be manufactured by Grenado, generating more revenue and getting more potential products. Uh, he noted Grenada's volcanic soil makes it the perfect environment for growing cannabis. 
Minister for Agriculture and Lands, Fisheries and Cooperatives, Senator Adrian Thomas, in concurring with the information presented by Laconic, stated that their expertise fits in with the government's agenda. Member of the Cannabis Committee representing the Rastafarian community, Bongo Ruan, said a lot can be learned from the information provided by Laconic. He said, the position that they are taking is that they are bringing the intelligence and the knowledge, and I and I can harness this knowledge, take the mantle and move forward. The economics that is required to make that step, I think they're going to be bringing this. I do have a comment. What is wrong if an island is known specifically for... Okay, here we go again. So I'm, I'm clicking on Make Sonnet a Moderator Clubhouse. And it's telling me, you don't follow Sonnet. So it told all my mods, it's telling me I don't follow. <laughs> you know, I don't understand what's going on with Clubhouse. Did they do an update recently? I, there was an update two weeks ago, I'm sure of, that it, um, I had to actually, I removed the app and reloaded it because it, it had been, it was so weird. Like you get kept kicking people out as soon as we got in a room, you get kicked out, kicked out, in and out, in and out. So that's the last time, but that was two Fridays ago, not last Friday, Friday before. Right. Well, that's what I thought. I didn't know there was an, a recent update, but thank you. Good morning, by the way, Sonette. Well, this morning, so I clicked on Javette's name you do not follow. Are you sure you want to make her a moderator? Because she can kick you out the room. <laughs> I click on Rosolo. You do not follow Rosolo. Are you sure you want to mod her? Because she can kick you out the room. And I clicked on you. Same thing. Clicked on Marlon. Same thing. Um, well, I wasn't modding him, but you do not follow him. So I, I don't know what's going on. Okay, Virginia says, um, updates happen every week. Happy second anniversary, Virginia. Thank you for, for highlighting that, Sonnet. Yay. Let, let's give Virginia a round of applause. Yay. Or I should say cheering. <laughs> but go, go figure. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to do an update after the show is has ended because this is just ridiculous. Um, but if, you, if they're updating the app, they should see to it that people are not feeling frustrated, right? Wondering what the heck is going on. But anyway, back to my question. Is it a bad thing for an island to be known specifically for producing cannabis, especially if the aim is to produce some of the best cannabis in the world? I don't, I don't see that as something that should be bad because McQueen... Um, said, I don't want our island to be known as just growing marijuana. Listen, I'm going to go discover an island and I wouldn't have a problem <laughs> um, it, for it to be known as only producing marijuana. If that is our staple, that is our focus, and we're putting in a lot of research and time and energy to you know have a high standard product, that is required globally. I, I don't see mm, what the problem is, but anyway. <laughs> Good morning. Go ahead. I, I don't that. think it's a it's a big deal. Like so, Jamaica had the stigma for many years, decades, 
for for being a weed country, even though that was not the main GDP product from the country, right? right. But every new bedroom you can call it, this way you're going you're going to go to smoke the ganja, right? Um, and then let's think about a state in a state in the U.S. Which was it? It was in Montana. Was it? I think I think it was. That was the first one to legalize marijuana. I don't think people think of that state because I can't even remember which one it is right now, as a weed state or simply as that. Right. It, it's gonna that's that stigma or whatever stigma um, the person you mentioned is gonna think about it will go away eventually. And um, Grenada, you can't be it because Jamaica's always been it. But um, I'm speaking. <laughs> So that through the whole tree, Grenada is known as a spice island, and I think they will continue to keep that name, right? So that I, I don't see they shouldn't be worried about anything, Grenada. Um, but good for them though uh, that they're going to be discussing monetizing the ganja industry. The one concern I have is that it's a U.S. company. This is where I feel, even though, yes, people, you know, you're gonna, the, res the response is going to be, or the rebuttal is going to be, well, the U.S. is a large market. That's where the consumer base is the, of a more significant standard. But I believe that it should be all the islands <laughs> that should come together to or should be included in this conversation, monetizing the ganja industry, and then moving as a powerhouse when it comes to negotiation. Because what we don't want is a U.S. company stepping in and they end up capitalizing more off of the product, the industry. I guess, I don't know. I'm just thinking off the top. That's the only thing. I don't want them to come in and have 51% stake ownership or 60% stake ownership. And then the island of Grenada or other islands in the Caribbean are left with a little bit, you know? So I hope they'll negotiate properly. Good morning, James. Go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Morning, everyone. Good morning. Yeah, I feel like, well, uh, uh, the biggest danger that the Caribbean face in, in terms of this legalization and um you know supplying countries like america and canada um england um weed is that the farmers you know i know in jamaica the farmers um have been crying out and and people people that are part of like um the hotel industry and other um local um industries are warning like the government and and like people that are jumping to you know, farming um, weed, because what, what's happening in Jamaica, I know, is that there are a lot of lands that were otherwise used for, for you know, say stuff like pimento and, and you know, you know, scallion and onion and stuff like that. And those, those lands, like farmers are looking at it now and saying that if we plant weed, um, we'll get like triple the amount of money as if, uh, as opposed to planting <clears throat> onion, scallion and stuff like that. So now they're saying that the food industry, like especially supplying like hotels and stuff like that could be in jeopardy. And then Jamaica and I'm sure Barbados is go, um, Barbados or Guyana, like those countries, Grenada, like especially with Grenada, like with your chocolate, they, 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 they have like a, a chocolate, a, a huge chocolate and um, cinnamon and stuff like that industry. 
they're going to be in danger of losing that if farmers opt into the to plant weed because they they look at the return you know so um i think that's the biggest danger the caribbean is going to face so they have to be careful okay all right thank you so much james thank you all right so in our next story let me just move this down here okay our next story we head on over to guyana story courtesy of ghana dot i'm sorry caribbean.loopnews.com Police seize marijuana shipment from the USA. The police have launched a probe following the discovery of several packages of cannabis that were discovered in a box shipped from the United States. According to the Customs Anti-Narcotic Unit, CANU, its officers were contacted on January 20 and upon arriving at the Mun- Muneshwar, and I know I butchered that, and I do apologize to my folks in um, Guyana, that shipping limited, they conducted additional searches before taking possession of the box. The box was then transported to Canoe headquarters. This was done in the presence of the employee of the shipping company of the of the shipping company who made the discovery. It tested positive for cannabis and amounted to one point nine two zero kilograms. It's weird. I've never heard of um weed going from the US into the any Caribbean country. So, interesting. (laughs) All right, Haiti is where we go. Haiti.loopnews.com. Ariel Henry is promising the generation of 6,500 jobs, or I should say 96,500 jobs in 40 to 45 days. Not sure how he's going to do it, but let's get into the article. 96,500 jobs will be created and nearly 175,000 people will be directly affected. And that's over a period ranging from 40 to 45 days. And excuse me, announced the Haitian government, which was the announcement was made on Wednesday, January 18. As part of the sectoral sub-program to support food and nutritional security set up by the government through the Ministry of Agriculture, National Resources and Rural Development, Prime Minister Ariel Henry intends to develop a series of labor-intensive activities in the targeted areas. As a result, nearly 175,000 people will be directly affected and 96,500 jobs will be created over a period ranging from 40 to 45 days throughout the duration of the program, which will be financed by the public treasury, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank to the tune of more than 5 billion, I have to get my zeros right, <laughs> 5 billion, 214 million, 700,000 gourds. That's their currency, gourds, G-O-U-R-D-E-S. And that's according to uh, the Premature on its Facebook page. The head of government says he hopes that this project will have a multiplier effect and a considerable impact on the entire population. This sub-program aims to improve the availability of local agri-food products in the short term, to facilitate sufficient quantity and quality of products to households by opening up rural roads over a period of eight months, among other things. This job creation program comes in a context where the Haitian economy is hampered by armed gangs in particular. According to data available to the Haitian Institute of Statistics and Information, 
the country's economic growth rate in 2021 to 2022 is 1.7%. Will funds be pumped into reforest is is the Am I saying it right? Re- reforestation or is it reforestation? What's the correct pronunciation? Uh, I haven't used that word in forever. Second. Reforestation. reforestation. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Sadat. So reforestation, the process of replanting an area with trees. Um, here's the thing. We in the Caribbean islands, we tend to cut down a lot of trees and the wood is used for various things for coal to make coal, uh, to make structures. It's they're used in construction, I should say, word it properly. Um, A lot of lumber is also cut down and used as um, if anybody's familiar with ground provision farming for example potatoes and yams you have the sticks that are put into the yam hills so that the vines can grow up um, and various other uses but we're cutting trees down but we're not replacing when we cut the trees down especially off of hillsides mountains whatever you want to call them you're leaving the soil bare. There are no roots there to which the soil will cling. What happens when rain falls? The soil washes away and it causes landslides. So I'm hoping that the government is going to focus on reforestation, planting back trees in those areas that are prone to landslides whenever there is a hurricane or heavy rainfall that should be part of the process as well as diving deeper into agriculture just a recommendation all right not sure if anybody else has any suggestions or comments on that one <laughs> okay so on to grenada oh we did grenada already why am i going backwards I need to close that out. (laughs) St. Martin is where we need to head for our next story. They have set a new record for daily cruise cruise tourist arrivals. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Some 30,349 cruise ship passengers were brought to St. Martin on January 17 to set a new record for daily arrivals. That's a lot. How big is St. Martin? Can, can they manage so many? Which one? Saint the Martin. French or the Dutch? Okay, M A A R T E N. Which one is that? Okay, let me jump on Google. The, that's the Dutch side. That's the Dutch side. Okay. Yeah, Saint Martin. Okay, so Saint Martin. So hold on, you have M A R T M A A R. What am I? What was wrong with me this morning? M A A R T E N. That's Saint Martin. And then the other one is Saint Martin. How so is- there's yeah, I think wait the double A is in the Dutch side. I'm wrong because there's a Dutch side and a French side. Okay, all right. Saint Martin. Yeah. All right. Let me let me let me jump. Huh? 
Dutch, your, your, their official languages are Dutch and English. Population 42,846. That's according to the World Bank in 2021. And they fall under the continent of North America. Did you know that, um, Sonette? I don't know. Yeah, so do we. The Caribbean, Jamaica also is North America. We're classified. Oh, okay. Why couldn't we be classified as South America? <laughs> South America is also part of the continent of North. Of, well, no, it's not. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Is I don't know. It's. I mean, where is Trinidad considered? Is Trinidad considered North America? Or is Trinidad? That's don't do that. You're you're googling. Yes, I am. It's right by Venezuela. <laughs> That's interesting. So I always, I always knew that Jamaica was part of North, the North American continent, ah. if, if considered a continent. But I don't. I never thought about that one. Trinidad is South America, Sanat. Okay, yeah, because it's right by Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So now it leads me to want to know about the other islands, right? Which I'm not going to get into today. But how do they split the islands, the the Leeward Islands? Hmm. Interesting. So Trinidad falls under the continent of South America. So, of course, the ABC islands are going to be South America, Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao, because they're right off the coast of uh, South America. Yeah, but um, St. Martin, part of the kingdom of the Netherlands is a country on the southern part of the Caribbean island shared with St. Martin a French overseas collectively. So this is a Dutch side population, 42,000. So they had almost the same number of tourists there on the said day well yeah interesting i wonder how the, they held up <laughs> in releasing the data port saint martin said the high demand for stops on the island is a testament to the territory's attractiveness as a port of call in the northeastern caribbean the ships that visited on Tuesday were the Anthem of the Seas, Arvia, Celebrity Constellation, Grandeur of the Seas, MSC Seaside, and Symphony of the Seas. Has anyone here ever been to St. Martin, whether the Dutch or the French side? Anybody ever been? I've never been. One day. One day when I win the lot, I'll just be able to tour the world you know there's a there are people who live on cruise ships right you know you just go wherever they go you don't have to worry about electricity water bill talking about electricity i have to tell you this not to go off too much on a tangent got an email over the weekend from fpl which is florida power and light the florida um commission has approved an increase to your electricity bill effective January 1, 2023. And another increase, which will go into effect February 1, 2023. And of course, I get my light bill, which is due in February. It's about time I start turning off all the lights and just being dark, being in the dark. Everybody going to have to light a candle because this is ridiculous. We haven't changed anything, but our light bill is almost $400. Somebody please explain to me. And they're going to increase again in February. Food, up. Water, up. Light, up. But our income not going up. At what point are we going to 
realize that what's going on is just ridiculous. But good morning. Good morning, Javed. I got one of those emails too. You got one in about <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm starting to do? The appliances are um jacks for our cell phones and all of that stuff. They say even though we may not have the actual electronic in or attached to the plug, it's still using electricity. So I'm starting to just pull all that stuff out. Even my toaster, I'll only plug it in when I need it. My blender, all of that stuff. I'm starting to take it out. The only thing that needs to stay on, of course, is your fridge, right? right? That's the only thing that needs to stay plugged in. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to plug out my washer and dryer. Right. You know, uh, your TV, you know, but um, everything else, I'm starting to pull those things out the wall. And I'm going to see if it makes a difference. Yeah. The, your, heat, your, your water heater. Good morning, Alpha. Go, thank you, Javet. Go ahead, Alpha. Good morning. Yeah, um, it's called Vampire Current. So hmm. even though you might not be using it, the fact that it's still plugging is still um, sucking electricity. So, um, JPS, um, the, a couple years ago, um, they used to have this little thing on, uh, come up on TV sometimes, and them try for like educate persons on the whole, you know, ways to lower um, them electricity. So. That was one of the things that they spoke about, and they call it vampire current. Mm, vampire current. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know the name, Afro. So I think this is something we all have to start doing, uh, Javette. Plug, plug it out. Not using it, plug it out. Go right ahead, James. Yes, yeah, so I, I think the best way to go is to buy one of those um, protectors and switch it, because the, the unplugging um, can cause electrical damage. Okay. That's yeah, a so good just suggestion. Get one of the yeah, get one of the protectors um, with the switch, the on and off switch, and the switch it off. Yeah, that's what um, I was doing as well. Because instead of I was a plug, plug, plug out, you just lock off the switch. Uh, get the surge protector, yeah, surge protector, and you just lock it off. Yeah. And then when you come back, turn it on. That's what we used to do when we had the apartment. All right. So that's what we're going to do. That's what I'm going to do because I know I tend to... I have the bad habit where I will take my watch off its base, but forget to plug out the, um, remove the cord from the socket or an extension cord will be plugged in. And I, I, I remove something and I, I don't plug it out. So I will have to lead by example and make a concerted effort because this is ridiculous. $400 for what? For what? So, Thank you for the suggestion. Um, I have a suggestion. James, yes, MK. Good morning. Go right ahead. Good morning, Rom. And uh, I have I'm having some Wi-Fi issues right now, but hopefully you can hear me. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I discovered even doing laundry at night is cheaper than during the day because the traffic the traffic is less. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, in other words they charge you more because more people are using yes mm -hmm. oh. during the day yeah they they charge more because the traffic is high but at night and weekends it's cheaper 
weekends you would think it would be more on weekends huh because no, that's when because... people are doing laundry and stuff no mm -hmm. yeah but um yeah and i saw the difference with my bills wow we have to start thank you so much i'm so glad that this conversation came up because I appreciate the suggestions, which I am going to implement definitely because I can't do this every three months for, and I need suggestions for the water bill now because every three months it's almost $500 for water. Yeah. Moments that they, they do that here to, I think they call it like surge, like pricing or something like that. So like we, we don't do laundry. We do laundry like anytime here. It's anytime after eight o'clock, I think. So and we do laundry like midnight anytime, like around that time. And the same thing with, with water too, because I, I think that the, the, um, the logics behind it is that like, you know, especially when you live in a city where there are like a lot of offices and um, a lot of industrial buildings, those buildings go quiet in the night. So they're using less electricity, so it doesn't burden the system as much. And they, I think we pay like um, about 40% less when you do it in the night, hmm. you know, and, and the same, the same thing with, with water too. So yeah, you have to plan around stuff like that. So we don't, we don't do laundry. We don't like, we don't run the dishwasher or anything like that until after eight o'clock um, in the night. All right. That, that was, she said dishwasher. That's what I was going to tell you. The water, one thing to cut down and washing dishes, put them in a dishwasher. If you have a timer, set it to go off at 10 o'clock in the night. You don't have to, you don't have to stay up and do it if your dishwasher has a timer on there or a delay setting. So you load it, put your soap in, and then it goes, it starts washing at 10 or 11 o'clock at night when everyone's is in slumberland already and it doesn't disturb anyone. And then you, you save yourself another hour from standing in front of the sink. Yeah, I have started to use a dishwasher, Sunette. I have, and um, I love it for you. <laughs> it's a huge time saver. Um, the so I usually run it late at night or early in the morning because sometimes I do for you know at night. Some of the kids are up early later than I am. Some of them. Uh, so I will wait until it's full. I, I don't do it when it's halfway or anything like that. So either early in the morning, when I get downstairs at like six o'clock in the morning, I will turn it on at that point. But great suggestions. Oh, my gosh. I don't like using the dishwasher. Really? I'm sorry to hear. No. You, you prefer I was very against it until I got one. <laughs> so I got but one other thing, just really quickly, um, not to go off the point. You know how people have electric cars now? They're very, very popular. Yes. They have the same surge billing, like MK mentioned. So they will tell someone who has an electric car to like charge in the middle of the night because if it and even if you go to like a, a charge station because they have them, you will see when you have a better price. And it's not like the weekend or the or the um or the weekday it's a matter of an hour from one hour to the next could have a different rate so that's i just wanted to remind that part oh great thank you for bringing that up highlighting that thank you thank you sonette you know javette i was right there with you i'm not gonna lie i believe it's the caribbean in me it's the jamaica in me you feel that it no wash unless you 
putting the elbow grease it's not washed properly where you can make sure you get everything off but thanks to Sunet encouraging me I said okay I'm gonna try the dishwasher and I appreciate the relief the only thing I don't put in the dishwasher are the pots I those are still washed by hand thank you Marlon appreciate you very much for doing those for me Dolly refused to wash the pot them <laughs> so, unless I really have to but um yeah so it's been a big relief and yes my kitchen counter has a drain basket that's the caribbean in me <laughs> you wash your pot and you put them in the drain basket and then you cover them with your pantry towel or what they call them here dishcloth you cover them up yep certain things i'll never let go of yeah 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 mm-hmm I thought I was going to like it, but I was like, oh, brother, we must scrub it on, you know. Yeah, Joff, we call it with the, the scouring pot and, you know, and get a nice, you put in a little elbow grease and, you know, look on it and say, oh, all right, yeah, man, the grease will come out. I'm going, yeah, I like that, brother, do that. <laughs> and then we take it, I'm put it down, I'm make sure the we get my apartment the first thing I went ahead I did, I get a dish dryer. I get a dish dryer, I'ma get one of those um uh, bigger dishcloth for, for put over it. Mm-hmm. Especially knowing when we're not going to be there or you know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. So yeah, but sometimes the, the dishwashers they they no use it. I'm <laughs> wife I low and try for you. Me no time for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. I feel like it washed good on this moment, put in the elbow grease. Elbow grease. And when they Jamaica, I never like wash plate. You see, hate it. Come on. You see how chores, I hate it. I say, yo, what? Why am I feel I wash plate? Yo, I can't wait to get my one place. I'll get my one place and see there. No, when you're I doing it. Yeah, when I use a dishwasher, I, I, I put in elbow grease. Yeah okay thank you everyone we all learned something we got some valuable information let us see how we can apply if you're already doing everything that's suggested to save energy good for you if you're not i hope this will help all right because everything is blamed on the war in ukraine all right uh our next story we head to trinidad and tobago yeah, Minister begins distributing transport grants, story courtesy of tt.loopnews.com. The Minister of Social Development and Family Service said transport grants will be disbursed from today. In a statement, the ministry said 175,000 clients are set to benefit from the one-off, one-time transportation grant valued at $1,000 as promised by the Minister of Finance during his budget presentation for fiscal 2023. The ministry said the checks will be distributed via TT Post from Monday today. The grants will total $175 million. The ministry said the one-off transport allowance grant is a welcome intervention by the government and demonstrates the care and concern for many vulnerable citizens, particularly those who find themselves in extraordinary financial and socioeconomic difficulties. The ministry said it is pleased to deliver on the government's promise and is committed to an enhanced social protection system, which assists the vulnerable in times of need and also ensures that no one is left behind. Uh, U.S., can we get... um, can we get some help? Not one off. Carve out some money for the folks in the U.S. You know, 27 point something billion dollars sent to Ukraine. 
we need something because some of us are being left behind and here here it is um u.s government for those who are listening because <laughs> i know they're they're listening and if they weren't listening before they're surely gonna start listening now right Javette? <laughs> yes sir oh, listen you have to be so careful what you say on this app not sure if anybody's familiar with the um the clip that is circulating on social media that has been shared thousands of times times be careful what you say but the clip that was highlighted and again i'm going off on a tangent but things come up that you know create the conversation be careful what you say because anything you say can be used against you in a court of law be careful what you say in this landscape where threats are not taken lightly you don't want somebody oh well i'm on that they can't find me yes they can find you they can find you through your ip address they can find you through your phone number don't think you're so safe so you can be careless to say whatever you want to say. Be careful. We don't, we do not want to hurl statements that could be perceived as being hate filled, especially towards, um, you know, varying communities. Right. So there's a particular rapper who went on a rant on the clubhouse app a rant not realizing that he is incriminating himself as well as those around him but what is even more concerning than the fact that he's blurting out the things he has done not realizing remember now anything that's put out there can be used against you in a court of law but what is more alarming to me is the ease and the comfort that you have in talking about eliminating people. As though it's just another day in the neighborhood. People are like, it's as though you line them up on a wall. They're like glass bottles and you just, you know, knock them off one by one. No biggie, and you carry on. I said this um, last year. I am not going to get up and march when somebody from another race kills somebody within our race. I'm not going to do it because we don't have any regard for each other within our own race. Here goes somebody talking about how many people that they have smoked within our own community and they're applauded they're put on a pedestal they're held in high esteem yay who is checking the folks within our communities when are we gonna stop the gun violence against each other why aren't our communities out there protesting for better within our own communities about how we treat each other. 
it's okay if we do it, but it's a problem if somebody else does it. I have an issue with that. But I'll say this again. Please censor yourselves, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, Snapchat, WhatsApp, any social media platform. Be careful the things you say. Please, folks. You don't want to be using any language that is hate-filled or could be misconstrued as being hate-filled because people don't understand how people communicate within a culture. Protect yourselves. I'm asking you, please protect yourselves. Okay? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Don't make yourself a target. And, and, and the other thing is, you know, it may not be the law that will come after you. It may be just regular civilians that will come after you. Remember, they also have a saying, and I have said it here before, if you can't catch Quaco, which is a bird, you catch him shirt, which means you catch the next person. If I can't get a hold of you, I'm going to take out somebody close to you. That's what that means. So be very careful. The things you say, the things you do, will it come back to you or your loved ones? All right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Even the things you Google can be used against you. So when you're doing research and jumping on Google, you want to ensure that you can defend, reasonably defend your reason for going and searching that up. Look at the man that killed his, well, allegedly killed his wife. What did he do? Jump on Google to see how to dispose of a body that weighs so many pounds. Dumb, dumb, dumb. And that's why I don't use Google to do certain stuff. I use other browsers. Uh, that's um, have a built-in VPN, so it doesn't keep your search on all that stuff. So, yeah. But I tell you something, you think you're safe with that. You're not either. Don't be fooled, Apple. Don't. No, I'm not. I'm. Be I'm. Fooled, I'm not being fooled. Certain stuff, but no, cause he's like an IT person already. You know what I mean? Um, he used to, um, like Google his outfit, not see see of um my bros history and stuff like. That. Even right now, I still do certain stuff. I turn off my iPhone, um, especially when I come onto Google and my IP address and location and all them something there. So you know what I mean? So but, but do do that and. When, again, certain stuff but naga search. Even upon the other site when we, when we use we still naga search certain stuff because at the end of the day this is America and them of them IT department where yeah, do some stuff. You know what I mean? Even right now I think there's a video out where this guy I say how the government officials are you government I use FBI, CIA, and forgot who else upon all social media platform knows. So, yeah. Which we already know that. That's what I mean, kind of come off of um, Facebook. When I use Facebook, not at all. I delete Facebook, to be honest. So, the only social media I have 
I guess we can maybe consider uh, all the scribbles one, I guess, but um, yeah, we'll use um, Instagram, and that's about it. Yeah, gotta be super careful, gotta be careful, all right? So, protect yourselves, folks. U.S. Virgin Islands records third murder for 2023. Story courtesy of com. The U.S. Virgin Islands Police Department, VIPD, has identified the man who was shot dead in the Sunny Isle Shopping Center parking lot as 20-year-old Andy Christian. A motive for the shooting was not revealed by the police. Police said Christian suffered multiple gunshot wounds to his upper body and succumbed at the scene. This is the third person to be murdered on the USVI this year. The VIPD has asked anyone with information about the shooting to call the CIB tip line or Crime Stoppers. We head on over to Jamaica for our next set of stories. Man held after cops seize gun and six magazines during raid in St. James. Story courtesy of Jamaica.loopnews.com. One firearm and several assorted rounds of ammunition were seized during a targeted raid in the Johnson Common area of Bickerseth, Cambridge, in St. James on Sunday, January 22. One man was taken into custody. Reports from the Cambridge police are that at about uh, between somewhere between 5.30 a.m. and 7 a.m., a team of officers went to premises and conducted a search. A Toyota Axio motor car was searched. And the following items were found. One Glock pistol, 24 9mm rounds, 12.4mm rounds, six magazines, one inside holster, one rubber mask, and four bank cards. Investigations continue. Two persons have been detained amid Maroon Town gun seizures. Story courtesy courtesy of Nationwide Radio, JM.com. The identities of two men held in Maroon Town, St. James, are not being disclosed at the moment following the seizure of three guns in the community. The the Constabulary Communication Network, I'm joining up the words today, (laughs) network is reporting that a joint police-military operation was carried out in the community today, which resulted in the seizure of the weapons. Reports are that the team, supported by the Caribbean Search Center, conducted the target operations in two separate premises. Two 9mm Browning pistols were found concealed in motor vehicles. A revolver was found later in the operation. I got a question. Uh, The Maroon communities, because they're indigenous communities, do they Uh. have... Go ahead. Go Sorry, right go ahead. ahead. No, that's, no, no, that's, no, no, no. That, that's not that Maroon Town. Just FYI. Okay. I'm 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 close from I'm very close to that to that Maroon Town in St. James. The other Maroon community is not in St. James. They're in um, they're closer to St. Elizabeth. It actually is Port Elizabeth, but that's not that area. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Th- thanks for cl- um clarifying that, uh, Sonette. So my question, for example, here in the in in Florida. Seminole County, they have their, or, or, or Miccosukee, which is the one we live next to. Miccosukee, for example, they have their own police um, department. Uh, do they have police departments or security departments in Maroon do you mean Towns? The, the, the Maroons. No, they, I, 
I think they do have like a little, they do, I shouldn't, don't little, I don't want to make them smaller than they are. They do have their own forces. Like the chief has his own forces with him, but I don't know how much power they have because they're still getting the, the, the police and the army are still trying to come into their, their communities and, um, and go after what they have um, grown there because they're still trying to do bauxite farming close to cup, cup pig country. I always say it wrong and I get tongue-tied with, with it. But um, I think they have their own people, but I don't know if it's an established police force. Okay, okay. All right, just wondering. Because um, here, for example, whether it's Mikasuki or Seminole, Miami-Dade police or uh, Broward County police cannot go on their lands. They can't. It's the police within their communities that would have to do any apprehension or anything like that. Yeah, they're protected. You're talking about the tribal nations here? Yes. Or the indigenous nations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I get. But Jamaica has not recognized them. Just like... um, I'm sorry, Dre just said it in the chat. They are not recognized that formally by Jamaica. Hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Sunet. Thank you, Dre. Interesting. Um, so oh, Dre says that's what they're currently fighting for. Okay, good. Because if you're an indigenous group, I was just wondering, shouldn't you have your own your community should mirror that of the outside, if what I'm saying makes sense. You should have your own quote unquote government bodies, so to speak. Yeah, they they do though. They they but the only thing is like they're they're not allowed to to, to angle stuff like serious crime like murder and stuff like that, but they can do like um small court. They have a small court there that they can um look over domestic um situations, but not like when it comes to murder and anything of serious, um think then the the, the Jamaican government step in but in terms of small court stuff like they have their own system to deal with those those um issues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right okay thank you so much dre Sinet, and james appreciate that okay uh so our next story wealth advisor claims um innocence of us 143 thousand dollar fraud charges Story courtesy of jamaica.loopnews.com. Kadeen Thomas, a wealth advisor from a national commercial bank, NCB branch in St. Anne, was remanded in custody on fraud-related charges when she appeared in the St. Anne Parish Court on Friday. Thomas was charged a week before with forgery, uttering forged documents, access with intent to computer data, larceny as a servant, and engaging in a transaction involving criminal property. The offenses stemmed from allegations that she fraudulently withdrew U.S. $143,000 from the account of a client of the bank between 2020 and 2022. Attorney Matthew Hyatt, who is representing Thomas along with senior counsel Bert Samuels, began a bail application on her behalf in court on Friday. Hyatt later told reporters that the prosecutors indicated in court that there may be other complainants in the matter and they will need more time to gather such information. Thomas was remanded in police custody by Parish Judge Lerona Montague Williams until February 2 for the continuation of the bail hearing. 
In relation to the allegations now against his client, Hyatt said she, Thomas, strongly denies them and maintains her innocence. Reports from detectives at the fraud squad are that on Friday, January 13, Thomas was arrested based on investigative leads. The allegations are that between July 2020 and October 2022, Thomas conducted a number of unauthorized transfers from her customer's account to her account. Based on preliminary investigations, U.S. $143,000 has been defrauded. Uh, Our next story. Well, before I get to that one, (laughs) let me jump to this one. Have you all seen this one? Uh, It's on courtesy of Nationwide uh, 90 FM. Former chief executive officer of of embattled investment firm Stocks and Securities Limited, SSL, Zachary Holding, I'm sorry, Zachary Harding, says during his time at SSL, Bolt's name was never mentioned to him as an account holder. That's interesting. So, (laughs) of course, I have questions. If you are the head of this um, organization, you would know who your largest investors are. Any company. Any company, commercial bank, for example, let me take it there. You know who your largest investors are. You know who you need to go to when you need an injection of foreign exchange because you know who has so much foreign exchange sitting that you need. You know who to go to. So I have a couple of questions. Was the money removed before his tenure? Prior to his tenure? Was the money removed prior to his tenure? Hence, he would not know about it. My other question is, the money that was deposited, was it even deposited in his name? Was he the one that opened the account or did someone act on his behalf? If it wasn't him that sat down and opened that account with the relevant authority within the, within the institution, whether they went to him or he went into their office, who did it? Because then now we have to start looking at your circle, Bolt. Who are the people around you that handle your financial affairs? I'm just saying, this is getting more interesting. I don't think I have enough popcorn in my pantry for this story, for for what's going on right now as far as uh, the saga is concerned. Hmm? Who then, or exactly when, was Bolt's account opened and then disappeared. What's the um <laughs> what's the time frame for that? We need that. Hmm? 
we need that. I don't know. I'm here digging. <laughs> I'm here digging. So let me read the article. Um, former chief executive officer of embattled investment firm Stocks and Security Limited, SSL Zachary, says he has no knowledge of the level of impropriety recently discovered at the entity. The former CEO has distanced himself from the U.S. multi-million dollar fraud. He notes that under his leadership, issues brought to his attention were proactively addressed. According to Mr. Harding, during his tenure as CEO between September, you know, let me pull it up so you, you can hear the audio clip because this is pretty interesting. Oh, hold on one second. You know, I think I'm going blind. I'm legally blind already. Okay, here we go. I'm here looking for... Hmm, interesting. You know, I, I think I have ADD. I think I do. Ay, ay, ay. But let me pull it up here so we can hear the clip. Because I think it's better hearing it from the horse's mouth. Let them report it themselves. Uh search what do we got bear with me folks um, here we go there we go and let's play according to mr harding during his tenure as ceo between september 2019 and june 2022 it was never revealed nor brought to his attention that clients' investment funds were being misappropriated. Harding says he worked closely with the Financial Services Commission, FSC, to fix what he calls legacy issues the company had. A 2017 report from the commission labeled SSL as a problem entity. However, the company continued its operations. Mr. Harding notes that a committee was established to address these irregularities. Whenever I lost the license when I was there, it was not of the nature and gravity that would have caused us to lose our license. There were times where there were serious matters and those were addressed quickly and with extra effort. And we set out to try and improve the things that needed improving. We would report to the FSC on a regular basis, sometimes on a weekly basis, if they needed us to be reporting to them. So often I'm tracking our improvement and progress. You know, we went through the items and corrected them as we went along. And then we would have also gone to regular external audits as any financial institution would. When asked about the effectiveness of the FSC, Mr. Harding says he can only speak to his interactions with the commission. During my time at SSL, we worked very closely with the regulator, and the regulator was tough on us. Were they tough enough? That's maybe a subjective question. Could they have picked up things, other things? I, I don't know. So I, I wouldn't make any comment as to whether the FSC did enough or didn't do enough. The items that are now being raised are not items that were raised at the time. They were not items that were flagged or came up at the time when I was there. The executive director of the FSC, Everton McFarlane, has since resigned. Mr. Harding says while procedures are in place to safeguard investors, there's not much regulators can do to stop an individual with criminal intent. If there is an individual who seeks to do something else on board, they're obviously not going to do it within the system that you've put up to regulate yourself. 
So the police are there to oversee the safety and security of the population of Jamaica. The police can't stop somebody from going into a store and robbing cash. So there's a limit in terms of how much a regulator or government, etc., can do to stop individual acts of criminality. This is not the first act of criminality that has ever allegedly taken place at a financial institution. And they will more than likely continue to take place because criminals who are criminally minded will continue to try and beat the system. That doesn't necessarily mean that the system that is put in place is flawed. The FSC has assumed temporary management of SSL. A multi-agency investigation is underway to further uncover the full extent of the U.S. multi-million dollar fraud. Over 40 people have been impacted, including Olympian Usain Bolt. According to Bolt, he lost nearly 13 million U.S. dollars. No one has since been arrested or charged in relation to the incident. However, a senior manager at SSL, Jean Anne Panton, has submitted a sworn statement admitting how she stole millions of dollars from several clients. Last week, Friday, the police and other agencies carried out search operations at two premises in the corporate area belonging to Panton. This resulted in the seizure of documents and electronic devices, including telephones. The items are to be analyzed to further the investigative process. Robian Williams for Nationwide News. Whenever I lost the license when I was there, if during my time at SSF, if there is an individual who seeks to do something. <sighs> so somebody made a comment on Instagram. Why do I have a feeling Bolt get chopped by different sources that pretend to be acquaintance with SSL? Hmm. I mean, a whole heap of chopping a guan, you know. <laughs> Something doesn't sound right to me because if I am a CEO for a security, an investment, a security, and an investment firm. I'm in the business of securing, securing investors, right? I'm also going to be looking at past investors, not just present, past, to see how I can re-engage them and have them bring more funds into the company so that we have more funds to invest in other projects and whether it be loans or construction and you know how it is in the investment world so at some point harding must have heard that bolt had a sizable investment in the in the company must have and if his name never came up something is wrong something is wrong where did bolt's money go was it ever invested at ssl was it ever really invested who handled it we have questions it's getting more interesting but in all of this what is what is of um concern to me though and i understand why the attorney for panton would be upset that the legal document was publicized 
with the people's names on it. I can understand why. If you're going to publicize that document to show, and I saw the document, I saw the, the customers, the clients' names, and the amount um, of these investments. Blot out the people's names. Hide the people's names because you can cause these people to be targeted. Right? You breached security for these said customers by publicizing the document with their names. It's okay to show the dollar value in US and Jamaican dollars, but you should have blocked out or removed their names. I can tell you some amounts. I'm not going to call the people's names on here. I'm not going to further endorse the publication of their names for their own security. But in US dollars, we have sums of 45,000, 65,000, 158,000, 161,000, 216, 614, and these are in the thousands, sorry, 560,000, 268,000, 137,000, 154,000, 200,000, 667,000, 116,000, 10,000. Th that's the US dollar figures. We haven't touched the Jamaican investments yet. Did you really need to take all that money, um, Panton? Because the truth is, if you're talking about doctor's bills and you have to, um, for your father, for the, the three years that you were covering his medical expenses, and then you're talking about your brother being put in a home, let us say you hit one person. Let's say you hit the highest, the, the highest person, because she did say she did not take anything from both. She said that. The highest amount you took from one person is 667000 Why didn't you just take that and leave it alone? Leave everybody else alone. So how then am I supposed to believe that the money you took was just to cover those two things? I can't believe that. When we talk about the Jamaican dollar investment side, now we have amounts ranging from the smallest amount is uh, 550,000 Jamaican. The largest amount, uh, 10 mi no, 15 million Jamaican. No lie. Yeah, 15 million Jamaican is the largest amount from quite a few clients. Something isn't right here. This was not just for um this was not just for medical bills and covering the cost of your brother being in a home. No. And if Jean, if it's you alone, you alone take the money and you invested it in invested in real estate, smart move, but no, of course, all they have to do is liquidate. 
just liquidate the fixed assets if that's where the money went. If it's not your loan, talk up, start talking, start talking. But something all right, <laughs> in the words of um, Ninja Man, something is not right here at all. And but go ahead, Marlon. Go right ahead. Morning, but I wonder if her name was on any of these accounts. Yes, her name was on some of these accounts. She, so if her name is on some of these accounts. You can't hold her responsible for those. No, it's wrong. But can you hold her responsible for those? No, you can't. Hmm. Legally, you cannot. Ethically, morally, yes. You, you can put her in the court of public opinion, but from a legal standpoint, and that's why you have to be so careful who you affix to your accounts, who you add as signatories to your account and the capacities within which you have them added. If you're going to open up a joint account and you don't want the person you're adding have a free for all, you want to make it an and account not a and or and meaning it takes both parties to be able to remove funds from the account yes she had her name added to a few of the the um account holders and in adding her name in having her name added because she was able to convince them that she was she will be able to take full control and look out for their best interest. What it has done, of course, as we see here, it has given her free reign. So you really can't charge her on that. But go right ahead. I know someone else opened their mic. Please go ahead. That was me. And okay. I think you just said exactly what I was thinking. Like, they, of course, she would have permission because it's an investment firm. It's not a savings account or just a checking account. Excuse me, drinking my coffee. It's um, it's an investment firm, so she has to have the ability to say, you know what? I see the stocks going down on Apple. Let me go move some money into my um, my clients from my client's account to buy him some more apples, so that he'll you know have more on his returns. So I get that, mm -hmm. but I I also understand why you wouldn't just take one or bother one person's account. If you take one person's account, it's, it's going to be, be obvious. But if everyone's account is going down by smaller increments, it's less obvious. Mm. But criminal minds. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Zachary Harding said something. At the end of the day, you can have measures in place, audits in place, everything in place, and still people can find loopholes or find workarounds. It happens at the highest level, even in the mighty US of A. It can happen. Even, look at government at the highest level. It can happen. So we shouldn't readily think think that they were weak or there um, weren't there were lax or there weren't enough stringent um, measures in place it's possible they had everything in place but 
people know how if you know the system you know how to work around it right it's kind of like um you're calling the security firm to come and set up cameras around your house you're not the only one who knows how this camera works right a stranger had to come in they have more expertise right so a lot of your house get broken into your go-to should be the person who especially if certain things did not go awry look at the person look at the company you called in to set up your security system people who build your homes for you you have these secret rooms you think they don't know where they are they know where they are because somebody had to do it for you you didn't do it yourself so we're all exposed at some point all of us because somebody else has the knowledge or the expertise that we relied on right yeah oh boy uh psc to recommend the governor general fire cpfsa ceo so yes to date Rosalie Gage Gray is still C, uh, CEO of the CPFSA. And yes, we're still wondering why she's still there. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio, JM.com. Nationwide News understands that the Public Services Commission, PSC, is set to recommend to Governor General Sir Patrick Allen that Rosalie Gage Gray be fired as Chief Executive Officer of the Child Protection and Family Services Agency. Gage Gray has been under fire since a report from the Office of the Children's Advocate accused her of failing in the duty of care owed towards the state over a controversial relationship with American Carl Robanski. I don't see why it has to take the Governor General. If I were in her position, I would just go ahead and step aside. Because you have all this attention on you. And it's gone beyond seven days. Usually news nice, a story nice for seven days and then it goes away. But in this case, it's not going anywhere. Step aside, let them continue their investigation. And then if all is well, okay. And if it's not, you stand your hand, right? But um, this is not looking good. Not looking good at all. That, no, it has to get to the point. The governor general, no, I have nothing else to do. What is your reason for not wanting to step aside, Mrs. Gage Gray? Let them handle their business. And if the, if the, when, when the chips fall where they may and you can be vindicated, so be it. You move on. Well, to close out the Caribbean corner, eye candy. As for my ladies on Clubhouse, um, Emily in Paris star Lucien LeViscount finds happy place in Antigua. Ladies, you are free to um, book your tickets and head on over to Antigua. Antigua is pretty small, so you shouldn't have any difficulty finding him with over 300 beaches. And a crisp, clean environment, Antigua and Barbuda, is the perfect place for anyone to forget about their troubles. Those attributes of the Twin Island Nation are some of the reasons why Emily in Star, well, 
Oh my God, let me focus. Emily in Paris actor Lucian Laviscount called it his happy place. Laviscount shared snaps of his recent trip to the country on Instagram and asked fans, where is your happy place? Fans took this question as an opportunity to shoot their shot with a 30-year-old British actor. Television personality Callan Allen responded, my happy place would be me, you and the coconuts. <laughs> Another person commented in your arms. <laughs> Lavis Scouts co-star Ashley Park also joined in on the Lost Fest, joking, BRB, booking plane ticket now. Lavis Scouts' affection for Antigua and Barbuda is more than just a tourist's love for a tropical destination. That's because his father, Eugene, is a born and bred Antiguan. All right. So he has ties there. His father is from there and they used to go back every year. He said when they were children, no matter what was going on, my mother and father made sure we came, went back to the roots of it all. Yeah. And it has been home for him since 2020. So let me check if he's single. I'm not going to send y'all to break up the body relationship. <laughs> let me see if he's single. Really. Mama's not too much on me. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so he seems to be single. He has won MTV Movie and TV Award for Best Kiss. How do you give somebody an award for best kiss? Who, what? Does everybody on the committee kiss him to determine? <laughs> yeah, MTV has been doing that award since I watched MTV. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I remember the one ones um, was Spider-Man. And um, this was the first, when Spider-Man was first made a movie, it was um, the redhead girl. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I forgot their name. But, yeah, they've been giving that award because it's a movie kiss and they watch it over and over like it was the best kiss. Yeah, I I, uh, I remember that award. I don't watch award shows anymore, so it's been years. Okay. Mm. Okay. Look, she wants to be on the panel so she can test out all the kissers. Look at you. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I would not. But I'm just wondering, who determined, how do they come up with the best kiss? popularity and movies who they like best i wish i could remember their name my god i can't remember anybody's name right now but it was in the spider-man movie the upside down kiss do you remember that scene not oh, the yes. new spider-man the yes. old spider-man movies from yes. way back in the early 2000s yes i remember okay so ladies it's a paris as though he is sing. oh he is single yeah so shoot your shot ladies Shoot your shot. I hope he's not just all looks and nothing to back it up. I do hope that there is more to him than uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. <laughs> eight pack. <laughs> I hope there is more to him than that. And that cute smile. I really hope. I'm, I'm looking at his pictures on his Twitter profile. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. Who about ladies? Yeah, go right ahead. Um, go. Okay. Julie put Kirsten Dunst uh, 
Toby Maguire. Yes, Julie. Who that was it? that kiss. Kristen, Kristen Dunst and, and Toby Maguire. He was hanging upside down and he reached down and kissed her. And okay. it was raining. Oh, that's that, their that's names. That's Spider-Man. That's their yes. names. I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> focus moments. Focus, focus. All right. That's story. Julie gets me. <laughs> gosh all right so we're going to take a quick music break and when we return we have stories out of latin america and from the international scene it is move it monday here on coffee and toe and we're mixing it up today we have some afro beats i'm a piano and soca here we go super links everyone listening online from all around the world thank you for tuning in to coffee and toe world news on the go we do this every monday through friday 9 a.m to 1 p.m eastern keep it locked
Coming up later on tonight, please set your alarms. 10 p.m. Eastern, days after dark. Real Relationship Talk. Live on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. And of course, the conversation happens here on Clubhouse. Tonight, we are talking, do women build men's lives or destroys them? Hmm. Interesting question. So, do women build or destruct men's lives? Hmm. Tune in for that conversation. Thank you to everyone listening online on johnnoradio.com. Download the John No Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. John No Radio, take us on the go. Thank you to everyone listening on QMZRadio.com. Keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. And of course, I have to say thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. It is Mix Up Monday on Move It Monday in Soka Stadi. We're playing Soka Music, I'm a Piano, and Afro Beats. <laughs> The easiest way to dance to I'm a piano beat is pretend you're beating drums in the air. <laughs> And just bounce your neck up and down. Or pretend you're juggling some balls. Like throw it up with one hand, catch it with the other one. Easy way to dance to the ABBA piano. Remove them. Don't 
pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. Here we go. Don't pressure me. Don't pressure me. We gotta squeeze in one more. Don't be afraid to block and delete and remove that which disturbs your peace. get back to business right after this one remember you can follow me on twitter me media moments on instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on tiktok moments with me media
And it's time for us to get back to business and stories out of Latin America. Thank you once again to everyone listening from all around the world. Yes, all around the world. I must let everyone know that our reach is far and wide. Um, <laughs> and I have all of you to thank. The, and I'm thanking those of um, my supporters here on Clubhouse who definitely helped to make Coffee into possible. Um the concept and the idea around being able to discuss news from around the world. Yes, I'm from Jamaica, but we don't just focus on Jamaica, right? We Things are happening around the world that also affect us in Jamaica, no matter where you are. Um, we're all inclusive. We welcome everyone. We embrace everyone. And we definitely respect all cultures, all nationalities, all races. All right. So thank you. Uh, and I was telling everyone earlier, if you're just tuning in online, that in, we have listeners in France, we have listeners in Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, throughout the Caribbean, in some Latin American countries as well. So your voice is getting out there, Clubhouse. <laughs> so thank you again to everyone for the support. Appreciate you all. Our first story out of the Latin American corner. Cuba speeds up connection process for international fiber optic cable. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The Minister of Communications says work is now underway to establish a new international fiber optic cable, Arimao, which will bring with it an increase and diversification of the island's international connectivity. According to the ministry, the linking process and future tests are currently underway. After having concluded the physical laying of the cable across the sea between Martinique and the province of Cienfuegos in central Cuba, telecommunications director Alejandro Ruiz Douglas Mincoms has stated that the terrestrial part remains to be completed, as well as the uh, integration of the equipment and systems of the interconnected points. In December 2022, Cuban telecommunications company SA, ETECSA, and the French company Orange SA agreed to lay a submarine cable that would help cover the Cuba's needs in terms of internet and broadband connection. The 2,500-kilometer Arimao reached land on January 10 in Martinique after starting its installation in the tricontinental port of Cienguegos in Cuba. So, you know, I'm going to see where is port of Cienguegos. What part of the country is that? Well, that's good news for Cuba. Um, hopefully they will not limit access, what they'll be able to access with this technological advancement. Port of Cienguegos. <laughs> I'm trying to see what part of the island. Can I see a map? Uh, Cuba. Cuba. So things are advancing. Where's James? Things are advancing, James. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so where's the map? I just saw the map and I lost it. Okay, here we go. Let me click on it. Location. So it's... Cruise ships do dock there. I'm trying to see it on the map. Why aren't you being nice to me? It's not being nice to me. All right, I'll find it another time. Stop being nosy and focus. <laughs> focus, focus. But that's good news for Cuba. Good news. So I, I do believe that there is more to come. 
and uh yeah opportunities abound let me just leave it there our next story out of latin america peru closes machu picchu has anyone ever here ever been to you've been sanat I, I was no i missed the trip i had to work but I, my girls my girlfriends went and i was supposed to go there, but i couldn't get out of work so no oh. i missed it i have never been i think the countries are beautiful absolutely beautiful the pictures that i see out of there uh, i think one of marlon's cousins um has gone there several times one of my cousins he went there put up some photos as well absolutely gorgeous really beautiful uh the history of um machu picchu you know i've never really gone deep into it um how it was formed but anyway, let's read the story. Police raided, well, let me start here. Story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSVN.com. Peru indefinitely shut the tourist site, Machu Picchu, on Saturday in the latest sign that anti-government protests that began last month are increasingly engulfing the South American country. The culture ministry said it had closed the country's most famous tourist attraction, as well as the Inca Trail leading up to the site to protect the safety of tourists and the population in general. There are 417 tourists stuck in Machu Picchu who cannot get out, more than 300 of whom are foreigners, and that's according to Luis Fernando El Guero, the tourism minister, when speaking at a news conference. The closure of the Incan Citadel that dates back to the 15th century is, and is often referred to as one of the new seven wonders of the world, comes as protesters have descended on the capital of Lima, largely from remote Andean regions, to demand the resignation of President Dina Bulwarte. Police raided Peru's most important public university in Lima on Saturday to evict protesters from faraway provinces. These protesters were being housed at the campus while participating in big demonstrations that began in the capital on Thursday. Hmm. They won or gone. I wonder why. I'm going to have to dig deeper into that story. Hopefully, um, demonstrators are demanding the resignation of Bulwarte, the former vice president sworn into office on December 7 to replace Castillo. They also want Congress dissolved and new elections held. Castillo is currently detained on charges of rebellion. Interesting. All right, so let me jump on here one second. I'm going to dive into the history of Machu Picchu for a quick second. Bear with me here. So Machu Picchu is an Incan citadel set high in the Andes Mountains in Peru above the Urumbamba River Valley. Built in the 15th century and later abandoned, it's renowned for its sophisticated dry stone walls that fuse huge blocks without the use of mortar, intriguing buildings that play on astronomical alignments and panoramic views. It's seven, excuse me, it is 7,972 feet above sea level, was abandoned in 1572, and I'm digging a little deeper, trying to see why. For most speakers of English or 
Spanish, the first C is silent. In English, the name is pronounced, whatever, not interested in that. The Inca civilization had no written language and no European visited the site until the 19th century, so far as is known. There are no written records of the site while it was in use. The names of the buildings, their supposed uses, and their inhabitants are all the product of modern archaeologists on the basis of physical evidence, including tombs at the site. Um, most recent archaeologists believe that Machu Picchu was constructed as an estate for the Inca emperor Pachacuti, 1438-1472. The Incas built the estate around 1450, but abandoned it a century later at the time of the Spanish conquest. Okay, according to the new AMS radiocarbon dating, it was occupied from 1420 to 1532. Machu Picchu was built in the classical Inca style with polished dry stone walls. It's three primary structures. It has three primary structures: the Temple of the Sun, the Room of the Three Windows. And one, I'm going to see if I can break this one up into Intiquatano. Okay, most of the outlying buildings have been reconstructed in order to give visitors a better idea of how they originally appeared. Hmm. Um, I hope they get to reopen it. It's interesting. I think the structures are magnificent, the whole layout. Do you, am I the only one, but do you ever stop and think back? to the type of technology they had back then. When you look at structures, um, for example, the pyramids, still a mystery to this day, still a mystery how they were able to do that, build those structures. Is it that technology is advanced only now? Sometimes I wonder about those things. Um. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say something else. If I don't know you now, I don't know. Well, how that song goes? If you don't know me, man, you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jadwell. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, it, 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 certain technologies are on a long, long time ago. You know what I mean? Even. Um, there, there are actually, there was actually, um, some drawings on the walls of Asian Kemet where they have a device where they actually have electricity during that time, uh, flashlights, um, there were some other, um, uh, drawings who look like helicopters, like aircraft and stuff like that, so, you know, it, it kind of have scientists baffle, like, you know, yo, <laughs> electricity there or them time here, you know, Asian <laughs> Kemet, you know what I mean? So, what do you know about aircraft, you know what I mean? So, even one of those, um, I think one of them other drawings from South, uh, South America, uh, is like them, them, them kind of puzzle about it because they must say they, there's an image of this like emperor look like some emperor character or something to that nature I remember exactly and like in, inside of this thing and it looked like some kind of machine like 
so it them 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 are, them are wonder exactly what this what kind of machine this was was this some kind of aircraft you know what i mean uh so yeah it um even sometimes was some um some documentary on it was i think on the history channel or national geo and certain stones or it was cut and again the buffer scientists like how the hell them get for cut these type of stones what kind of technology them have to right. cut these stones so round so perfect shape you know what i mean mm -hmm. um yeah so it i, I was passed off a buffer scientist and it kind of made them go back to the drawing board and you know i say yo come like them people have some kind of technology where we never even know about our technology was always there but you know we kind of just are tapping to it mm -hmm. you get me mm -hmm. yeah because certain stuff are energy and energy never dies <laughs> energy is always there so yeah. from you know over tap into it you, you can get access to this energy if you use it um you know what i mean and that was one of the stuff them um the ancient kemet knew knew how to do you know what i mean so yeah it kind of scientists puzzle and i i, I, yeah. I just same time, I feel like them know about certain things. Them just don't want to just put out there. You know what I mean? Them don't want to put certain stuff out there. Them kind of try to censor certain stuff, especially when they come on to Asian Kemet and stuff like that, and some stuff where them find in some of these pyramids and stuff like that. Yeah. Because the, the pyramids, them actually line up with... Um, the three pyramids, them line up with... Uh, um, what do you call some of the... Um, Orion's Belt. And them find other pyramids um around the world will actually line up with orion's belt so they must say yo are the same people them come go to these different places you know for leave africa and go to these other countries and build these pyramids for line up with orion's belt and again i took i some of them you go as far as say probably are some alien you know what i mean because them they must them still can't understand how they manage to line up the pyramids with the stars, some um, the stars, you know what I mean, the star system. So, yeah, uh, certain technology has been around for a very long time. Um, yeah. yeah, just tap into it, you know what I mean. So, yeah. Yeah, thank, thank you so much, Afo. Um, I forgot about the Orion Belt, but interesting to know this. I didn't realize it's my first time really paying attention, right? You see, but you you don't really pay attention. Little fact, little known fact, <laughs> Peru. It sits on the eastern, east, no lie, western side of South America. <laughs> you know, me and Jamaica, we said, no lie, when you're talking. You corrected yourself, no lie. Um, so it's Peru sits on the western side of South America. It is surround, well, it's not surrounded, but to the east, north, and south, there are five countries total. Ecuador, Colombia, Brazil. Bolivia and Chile. I didn't realize they had they had they neighbored so many countries. Never, you know, didn't, Chile, interestingly, only neighbors to Argentina and Bolivia. Yeah, uh, Paraguay um, is surrounded by Brazil, uh, Chile. No, lie, 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 lie. Argentina, Bolivia, and Brazil surrounds um, Paraguay. Okay. Interesting. 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 Yeah. 
so that's about Peru. Machu Picchu. I hope they get to um, open back up soon. Go right ahead. Teflon. When are you going there, Teflon, for Teflon Travels? Um, probably next year. Probably next year. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're talking about um, Asian technology. You can also look at Stonehenge. I don't know if you've seen Stonehenge. Not in life. Not in no, no, you've seen you've pictures. seen the pictures of it, right? Yes, yeah. So you can also ask yourself, like, how did they manage to put those stones together back then? Because those those structures are huge. Yeah. I mean, even if even if those if those do that today, <laughs> that would be a real big struggle. <laughs> I know they've got cranes and that. They've still got. I mean, they've got cranes that they can use. But can you imagine, like, how how did they how the hell did they stack? Was able to stack that, you know that that um, the top, the top stone onto the two. You know you got the two ones on the side, and you got the, the top one. Right. Do you imagine right. How, how heavy it is? Like I'm just trying to figure out like the technology that they use. You. There was the, I'm sorry, um, Teflon. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna mm. say technology, but what about probably a pulley system? You know, they created probably a belt, <laughs> a, what we would call a conveyor belt. They must have done something like that. They must, yeah, they must have done, and and it's all form of technology. It's like really advanced, especially back back then, and um, yeah, it's just it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. But the thing is, because nothing was televised, and you couldn't really record anything. That's why a lot of these things are not really um, visible to us. But um, yeah, as I fully said, like there's a lot of evidence, you know. Mm -hmm. like little evidence but then some people believe it and some people don't but I, I truly believe that there was really advanced back then it's just that they weren't really documented you couldn't take pictures and stuff like that so yeah yeah wow thank thank you afo thank you um teflon so of course before you know me i'm always googling google fingers seven wonders of the world i have to remind myself what they are uh one mont saint michel in france 1000 years ago in 1023 work began building this astonishing gothic style benedictine abbey known throughout the medieval world as the wonder of the west has anyone ever seen this live or only in pictures anyone ever gone okay next up perito moreno glacier in argentino Argentina may have won the World Cup, but Lionel Messi is not the country's only wonder. Perito Moreno, Moreno is considered by many to be the most beautiful glacier on earth. Okay. Next up. I don't know how you pronounce this. Is it Alula? I hope that's two L's I'm looking at. Alula in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Alula is a place of extraordinary history and cult cultural heritage. But until recently, almost no one had heard of it, let alone visited, and that's changing. At the end of 2022, the site officially opened its doors to visitors and in doing so unveiled a more than 200,000-year-old piece of Arabian history. And as I'm seeing 200,000-year-old, how old is Earth really? When did, how, how far back, because you hear, millions of years with some things and has anyone pinned it down to 
exactly how old Earth is? I don't think they know exactly. They've just like come up with some number close to what them probably had try to speculate. Yeah. <laughs> but that thing no one really knows. Certain stuff you're not gonna know. You know I mean? And just yeah. leave it alone, right? Yeah, just leave it alone. Certain <laughs> stuff. That's why when certain stuff, some people say, "Yo, man, no fear, fuck." You know, man, no. It's like you say, bro. You know what? It's like you say, "Yo, yeah, I'm not cool," because oh, you know that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah, and then but read the one book. I'm a sleep on the walk. Yeah, but oh, you know that. Or, oh, them know that. Oh, them about not done no fear, fuck. It's just all speculation. Yeah. You it's know what I mean? All right, so number four, Tiger's Nest Monastery in Bhutan. Look that one up, folks. It's amazing how they were able to build that on pretty much a ledge way up, okay? Um, at the end of 2022, saw the completion of the long-awaited Trans-Bhutan Trail, a 250-mile-long distance trekking route that crosses the country from Ha in the west to Trashingang in the east, passing through 27 local villages, dozens of temples, and 12 mountain passes. It is. Wow. Uh, next up. Oops. Let me go back here. What did this do to me? The other one is number five. Number five it is. That's it. Cappadocia. And did I pronounce that correctly? Is it Cappadocia or Cappadocia in Turkey? Are these like the new Seven Wonders or something? I guess. Because <laughs> I, I don't know none of these. I don't I know no, any of these, yeah. I, I learned about the pyramid, the hanging yeah, um, the, guard of Babylon. Uh, this is a, okay, let me put this. This is according to Condonast. But Cappadocia, Turkey. 2023 marks 100 years since the end of the Ottoman Empire and the beginning of modern Turkey. Sitting at the crossroads of Europe and Asia, Turkey is rich with awe-inspiring culture. But you know what? I would be willing to embrace these as additional to the original seven because they're truly wonders looking at the pictures. Uh, Teflon, do you know about this one, the Lake District in Great Britain? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I've I've been I've, I've driven through it, but yeah, it's quite it's quite a big attraction. Mm. Yeah, it's really nice, really nice views. Um, yeah. And did I've, yeah, I've never I've, I've never actually visited it properly. Okay, so you need to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Definite. But did... um, yeah, yeah, you have to go somewhere. But a lot of people go there on you know, we got this thing called staycation where um, people um, from the UK they, they usually like travel to parts of the UK to um, on holiday. Yeah. And that's one of the top places that they go to. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And then when you went to South Africa, did you have a chance to go out in the ocean the um Sardinia run? Did you hear about that one in South Africa? No, I didn't get to do that. I remember I went partying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah, okay, I didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get to do like the proper holiday stuff. But I'm going back. I'm going back again, and that's definitely on my list. It's quite a few things I need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So definitely check that out. But so um, to answer your question, um, to Dre, these are the more the newer ones but we we know the seven 
ancient ones you have the pyramids the hanging gardens of um what is it no i'm waiting for this to pull up okay here we go let me not speak off the top of my head let me get it right the great pyramid of, of babylon yes yeah oh yes 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 thank you kev rock so you have the hanging gardens of babylon um in iraq uh statue of zeus at olympia olympia in greece you have the great pyramid of giza in necropolis and that's in egypt um temple of artemis turkey mausoleum at halicarnassus and if i mispronounce that please forgive me that's also in turkey colossus of rhodes greece and lighthouse of alexandria in light alexandria egypt some of these were destroyed by earthquakes yeah go ahead i thought, I thought, the, great, I thought the great wall of china was part of it yeah how is it that it's not in there for real yeah it was uh, so yeah that weird so that uh, means that we have here. more than seven then right like, let's say they demotivated they demoted it maybe they think they they um cancelled it but i know growing up that was definitely one of the um yeah that was definitely this yeah, they probably did um took that off yeah interesting there are many wonders around the world many 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 but you know what's interesting as we get back to the story about machu picchu being closed <laughs> and i'm reading I, I went on google and i was reading something here um although the site escaped detection by the spaniards it may have been visited by german adventurer augusta burns in 1867 however machu picchu's existence was not widely known in the west until it was discovered <laughs> how can you discover something that was always there i i can never um these people crack me up all the time with discovered yes geely victoria falls in zimbabwe the pictures of that beautiful absolutely beautiful yeah the wonders of the world and nature involved all right next story on the international scene five are dead after extremists stormed a government office in somalia's capital story courtesy of npr.org somalia's government says five civilians were killed when al-qaeda linked extremists stormed a regional government office in the capital on sunday the founder of the Amin ambulance service abdul qadir adan told the associated press his team collected 16 wounded people from the scene. The Al-Shabaab extremist group claimed responsibility for the assault on the Banadir Regional Administration headquarters in Mogadishu. A staff member at the headquarters said the attack began with a suicide bombing before gunmen entered and exchanged fire with security guards. The staffer, Mustafa Abdul, said most of the workers were rescued by security forces. Our next story, Nigerian flights disrupted as ground staff go on strike, story courtesy of Al Jazeera. Airlines in Nigeria said on Monday that flights were being disrupted after ground staff began an indefinite strike to demand higher pay. Airpeace, which has the biggest fleet in Nigeria and smaller domestic carrier Dana Air, said the strike by the Nigerian Aviation Handling Company was delaying flights and they hoped the issue would be quickly resolved. Pay the people, folks, because 
time is money and the uh, the more time you spend on the ground is the less money you're making so hurry up and resolve that our final story on the international scene first female palestinian pastor ordained in the holy land you know i swear there's a ghost in here with me have you ever been in your house or your apartment or wherever and you feel that you hear sounds noises and you you know you're the only one in a particular space and then you find yourself looking around y'all can't tell me nothing i swear somebody's in this room with no, the reason for one location we used to work on yeah. it's so sad listen i don't want to go off too far but i, I was up i'm upstairs one day and i swear i hear somebody downstairs now son number one is at work son number two he's wasn't home son number three and four they were at school so it was just me and marlon in the house and i said marlon you don't hear something downstairs i'm a cinema bother me i literally heard like somebody turned on a pipe <laughs> i turned it back off and it's not the first time but anyway i've also on a cat tell me is my man i know what i hear but i've also heard like doors opening y'all can't tell me you know what <laughs> See as a place, man. <laughs> Just in no, no, woman. See, I laugh like a joke, teacher. <laughs> what if I'm saging out my protectors? How about well, that? If, I don't want no, to well, no, well, 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 check this now. You have different type of stage for different stuff. So oh, if it's a positive, if it's a one a protector, then I'm not for worry about. You know what I mean? But if it's a negative one, yeah, then eventually leave. Let me ask you, you know? a question. If a wife for yeah. me pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Yo, what? There's something. something that going through my. I, I remember again. Energy never dies. You know, oh, you know what I mean? So you have enough. Them. It can be something positive. It can be something negative. But just in case, for protect yourself. Quick, the concierge one. If for something positivity stay. You know what I mean? Oh Jesus, I'm a day I laugh at a serious thing. I'm not joking, folks. I'm being so serious right now. But in our last story, let me go ahead. First female Palestinian pastor ordained in the Holy Land. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera. Sally Asar has become the first female Palestinian pastor in the Holy Land after she was ordained in a Lutheran church ceremony in Jerusalem. Asar will head the English-speaking congregation of the Church of the Redeemer, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in Jordan and the Holy Land. Her ordination on Sunday was held before a packed crowd inside the church in occupied East Jerusalem's Old City. All right, so that wraps up the international news. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we have stories out of North America. I need to go search for what's moving around in here. Here's some more music for us. It's Mix Up Monday in Soka Stali. However, we are also including some Ama Piano and Afro Beats. Keep it locked. Any money where I get, I deflex, I devote, divest, I show, Patek, JC Flyboy in the jet. My baby, my pet, she's a pussycat. See back, see the yash. 
free pass. Maybe that she go wine and well when she see the cash. Cash, 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 cash. She go wine and well when she see the cash. everyone listening on the quality music zone qmzradio.com and johnoradio.com thank you to everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens set your alarms folks 10 p.m eastern days after dark real relationship talk and tonight we're talking about men and women of course uh do women build up or destroy the lives of men hmm what do we do? Interesting one. You got to tune in tonight for that conversation. Also, we are going to be, we're going to have day, in a days, which is our relationship advice segment. And we're going to be talking about four things that men need to consume, put in your diet for longer erections. There you go. So we're going to be talking about those later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget to set your alarms. Live on QMZRadio.com, JohnnyRadio.com. And the conversation happens right here on Clubhouse.
ahead and go ahead and squeeze in one more before we get back to business. Coming up after this one from Destro, it is Stories Out of North, of North America. once again to everyone listening on the quality music zone remember for quality music while you work or play keep it logged on to www.qmzradio.com for that good music to get you through your day thank you to everyone listening on johnoradio.com download the Jano radio app J-A-H-K-N-O which is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And of course I gotta give a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. Join us every Monday through Friday 9am to 1pm Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Remember you can follow me on Twitter at MimiDiaMoments on Instagram. Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And on TikTok, Moments with me Media. Okay, Destra, thank you so much for this one. It's time for us to get back to business. It's time for stories out of North America. First up, what we know about the mass shooting in Monterey Park, California. Story courtesy of NPR.org. A mass shooting over the weekend at a dance studio in Monterey Park. A city east of Los Angeles killed 10 people and left 10 others injured. After an hours-long manhunt, the suspect was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound in Torrance, which is about 30 miles southwest of Monterey Park, officials said. The suspect has been identified as Hu Can Tran, a 72-year-old man. The late Saturday evening attack took place in a predominantly Asian-American community on Lunar New Year's Eve after a popular festival in the area. Officials have not yet identified the victims. A motive for the shooting is not known. The FBI and state authorities are also involved in the investigation. 
at around 10.22 p.m. local time on Saturday, a gunman opened fire inside of Star Dance Studio, Chinese-owned ballroom dance studio on West Garvey Avenue, less than a block from where a Lunar New Year festival was held. The first day of the two-day festival had just ended. The event, which officials said drew more than 100,000 attendees, was cancelled after the shooting. About a half hour after the attack, the same armed man went into another ballroom studio, Lai Lai or Lele Ballroom, and studio in nearby Alhambra, a few miles away. The suspect went into the second location with the intent to kill more people. But two people successfully disarmed the suspect by wrestling the weapon out of his hands. The suspect was using what local authorities said was a magazine-fed assault-style pistol, of which Luna said he was unsure of its legal status in the state. On Sunday at about 10.20 a.m., police saw a white cargo van in Torrance, California. The driver of the van pulled over and police surrounded it, then heard a single gunshot. Authorities retreated, and returned at about twelve twenty at about twelve fifty two PM with backup to find Tran inside dead from a self inflicted gunshot wound. Of the ten people pronounced dead at the scene, five were women and five were men, officials said. The wounded victims were rushed to local hospitals in conditions ranging from stable to critical. The victims are in their 50s and above. Monterey Park's population is more than 65% Asian, according to the latest figures from the U.S. Census Bureau. The city of nearly 60,000 residents had just wrapped up the first day of its Lunar New Year festival when the shooting occurred. So sad, so unfortunate, but I'm sure we're going to hear in the coming days um, that there were signs. They're going to find a note or something. Um, Yeah, as is always the case. Um, Which leads me to this next story. Um, The Virginia school system downplayed teachers well virginia school downplayed teachers warnings about six-year-old student who shot her and this story is courtesy of ballalert.com the first grade teacher shot by her six-year-old student at a virginia elementary school had previously raised concerns about the child that school officials downplayed abigail zwerner 25 had previously asked school administrators for help with the boy's behavior. According to a report from the Washington Post, the teacher's pleas for help were dismissed. The Post obtained messages from teachers about the Rich Neck Elementary School shooting that indicates Werner had reached out multiple times during the school year about the child. Another message detailed how the school allegedly downplayed the student's uh, concerning behavior, even after he told another teacher he hated her and that he wanted to light her on fire and watch her die. After making a complaint about the incident, the teacher was told to let it go. In a separate incident, the child barricaded a classroom door to prevent the teacher and other students from leaving. Zwarna was intentionally shot by the student earlier this month. The educator was shot once in her hand after raising it 
in another in a defensive position and in her upper chest she was brought to the hospital and listed in stable condition the boy used a gun owned by his mother to carry out the shooting the school has been criticized for its handling of the incident after it was reported the school had received a tip that the boy had brought a gun into the school but did not locate the weapon after a bag search in addition police were not notified of the information the investigation remains ongoing and the child remains in emergency custody at a medical facility. The boy is too young to be tried as an adult or to be committed into the custody of the Department of Juvenile Justice if found guilty. Okay. I have some crackling here, so please forgive me. Um, I'm not understanding. How many times have we heard this where concerns go ignored, disregarded? How many times have we heard this? So when are we going to start listening? When? When everybody's dead? Because everybody has a mental health issue. So what? One day everybody's just going to walk out their doors and just start shooting everybody they see. Is that when we're going to take it seriously? Hmm? When? It is becoming really sad, even more sad, more daunting, the thought that I, I, I believe without a doubt that nobody cares. Nobody cares. And when I say nobody, I'm talking about those who have the power to change the laws. Nobody cares. And why is it that nobody cares? It only boils down to one thing, which we have said here time and time again, dollars and cents. I can't stand to lose my return on my investment in the weapon industry. No, I can't. And that is why it's so easy for people who sit up there in government to sign off on billions of dollars to go to war but we cannot sign off on billions of dollars to feed people we cannot sign off on billions of dollars to ensure that everybody has access to health care we make it hard for people to get health care even if your company subsidizes your health care cost it is still a huge chunk coming out of your check every week or every two weeks we can't find the money to subsidize those things. We can't find the money to see to it that communities are safe. But we can find it for war. It's a no-brainer. As long as it involves ammunition, guns, vehicles, armored vehicles, we find it. Heavy artillery, we can find it. But everything else 
we cannot find it. There are people who don't go to the doctor until they're at their end because they don't have the money to go. And it's not they want that they want to neglect their health care. They have to weigh the odds. Do I put food on the table? Do I pay the light bill as I ball out this morning? I know I'm going to buy the electricity because $400 for a light bill is, is preposterous. Now, am I going to sit in the darkness? People are having to put their health on the back burner. We say we need to eat healthier. But eating healthier costs more. So people are forced to make a decision. Do I buy fruits and vegetables where my family will be eating every two hours? Or do I pack them up with dumpling, fried dumpling, boiled dumpling, pasta and rice, which I know will you know, hold them off a little longer. I know it's not the healthier alternative, but I have to do what is economically viable at this point. So we have increased, the cancer rates are increasing diabetes increasing, cholesterol level um, concerns increasing, high blood pressure concerns increasing. We don't have the money to address the things that need to be addressed, but we have it for war. And I know I just went off on a tangent. I know I just did. Here it is. This teacher voiced concerns, and again, the school system has failed the teacher and has failed the students. What if this child had shot multiple people? Hmm? That's when they would have done something about it. But Teflon, it, it's the case over and over again, and they're not doing anything about it, Teflon. Yeah, because it doesn't make any money. That's why. If it doesn't make money, they're not interested. How many more people have to die or have to suffer from being shot before it is finally going to force them to make a change? When? And the change can happen at the local level because here it is, the school ignored the teacher. You know why? Oh, it's a six-year-old. They can't do anything. Well, they just did. A separate incident. The child barricaded a classroom door to prevent teacher and students from leaving. We're still waiting to hear how the child got the gun. We know it, the gun was owned by the mother. So we're still waiting to hear how the picnic get them hand pan the gun. And they're saying that the child brought the gun to school. The school received a tip, but they were not able to locate the weapon after a bag search. So this child's slick as heck. Moments, I had, I had the printing guns now. I heard the kids are printing guns. That's how they're getting hold of some of the guns. <sighs> but in, you know, you got, you have the 3D pin, printing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But in this specific case, though, um, Teflon, the gun that was used is a gun that 
is, I think they said last week, it's legally owned by the mother. So where did the mother have this gun? So they usually have safes in the house. It's normally locked away. Maybe she, um, it was um, neglect. Maybe she didn't lock it away properly. Maybe the safe was open. Maybe the child had access to this safe, probably had the um, combination codes to it. Yeah, there's there's a few there's a, <laughs> yeah, there's a few avenues on that one. Yeah. It's recklessness. You know when you've got a gun in the house and you've got kids? You have to be really on. You have to be on point. You know what I mean, because I've I've heard stories where kids will open a safe here because they they forgot to close the safe and then they pick up a gun. Um, one one kid um, shot shot the mum in the leg. Um, there's been a few deaths as well. Yeah. So nobody nobody thinks that the mother and the father tell the child to shoot the teacher. That never entered anybody's head? It didn't enter mine. I'm going to be honest, Dre. That thought did not even enter my mind. Why did, why did that come into your mind? So the child is only six years old. The child had easy access to the gun. The child know how to use the gun. And the parents normally followed the child to school and wasn't at school for that entire week. That in itself is a red flag. Hmm. Why was the parents wasn't at school with the, the child the week the teacher got shot? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm Sherlock Holmes. Criminal minds. Yeah, I swear, I swear, we can all be investigated in here. six-year-old, like, what, what, what the discrepancy the six-year-old have with the teacher like that? Is it the parents have a discrepancy? Are the parents always at school with the, 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 the kid? How come the six-year-old have such an easy access to the weapon? How the six-year-old know to use the weapon that good? I rest my case. <sighs> Thank you for that, Dre. Go ahead, Afo. No, what, what Dre just said a while ago. Um, I think yesterday. Yesterday. I was still come across a video where this um lady of our local son but really good point to tell like what age him they might be just by looking at them right that's okay but him, him look real young who knows probably my six too who knows are in that bracket but him of this type of um it, to me it look like a, um you know a pop off table um table foot mm-hmm Yes, and him have it them and and him mother tell him say yeah if you yeah you can use it as a weapon and use it for kill black people. I'm just like and I'm just like what the so which that gave me no surprise. Trust me, I'm not surprised. I will put them video come across. So I'm gonna teach them kids hate and and all them stuff there. So do, when you read before you drive the talk, may I say oh, hmm? I wonder if uh the the, the um or the, the the parents. You know, make make him him, him go to school go do that, and then see the Dre come out and say, "Oh, I wonder if such and such." So after seeing that video and hear you read, and then hear where Dre come come from that thing, so yeah, because that thing too much. But I want say nothing still, you know what I mean? Cause I don't know Rasta talk sometimes, you know. So yeah. Yeah, I I've been think that way since the story since the very first time i heard the story when i was trying to like make sense of it but i just never said anything but i just couldn't hold back today because like <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, the, the, the fact if 
if you remember last week, I stressed on the fact that how come the parents just missing that week? Yeah, you did. Like you did. Yeah, exactly. From that time, I was thinking like, hmm, they missing oh, that boy. week. Oh my gosh! I wonder if it's them. Um, they or, planned it behind, orchestrated yeah, this. Wow. Yeah, and have the the child shoot the teacher, like you know, because the child obviously six year old is gonna get away with it. You know, I don't even huh. see myself locking up a six. I don't see myself locking up a six-year-old if I was the law. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't see it. I, it doesn't even matter what they do. Six years old. Like, Ooh, interesting yeah. perspective, Dre. Yeah, interesting. They're gonna perspective. get away with it. Yeah. So I think they should look more into at the parents. The, at the parents, yes. All right. I could be wrong, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong. I really hope you're wrong. All right, go ahead, Teflon. I know you were going to say something as well. Go right ahead, Teflon. Teflon, you there? Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know you were going to say something. Um, no, I was just wondering, how does a six-year-old learn, learn how to shoot a gun properly? I'm just... Because I'm trying to picture my kids when they were six, and there's no way, there's no way they could... Because the guns are really heavy, you know. The guns are heavy. They got the, got the um, what's, what's that thing? The um, the kick, the kickback, and all of that. Unless the kid is probably advanced, maybe just like probably one of those overmatured um, six-year-olds. That's what. That's all I was gonna ask. Um, Teflon, <laughs> Teflon. <laughs> um, there are actually videos where people are teaching young like really young kids how to shoot guns you know what i mean tell them how to place them them feet you know what i mean pay for kind of brace for when the, the kickback come so they are yeah you know videos. what i've seen I've, yeah. I've seen videos of i've seen like 10 year olds i've seen like 12 year olds but i've never seen a six year old i think i don't know it's just like <laughs> i don't know i've never seen it never seen it it's sad it is sad. It's truly sad. But And I would like to know what are school systems throughout the country going to do to ensure what policies are they going to change within their um, folders that to address these concerns that going forward, whenever a teacher or anyone expresses some concern, you know, brings something to their attention. How do they plan to address it going forward? Are they going to continue to ignore based upon the, the, the um, age of the child, the socioeconomic background of the child, the racial demographic of the child, various, are they going to continue to ignore situations? No, at this point, not even a two-year-old you can't worry about. No, you can't ignore. You really can't. I'm sorry. It sounds harsh, but it's the it's the reality of the, the times we're living in. Everything has to be taken into consideration. And if you're going to dispel a concern because of the child's age, stop it. Bring in the parents. Talk to the parents. And you know, Dre, interesting perspective. Really interesting. Never thought about it. I'll be honest. But yes, they will have to put the lens on the um, parents, put them under the microscope. Put them under the microscope. What is going on? What 
quite frankly, I believe, and it may be a bit of a reach, but at this point, I strongly feel that every single school, especially if it is a public school, because public schools are taxpayer funded, every single public school should have a system in place where as the children are entering the building, they are searched or they have uh, metal detectors, something, something needs to be in place. We cannot ignore any longer. And those, those of us who pay taxes in these different school districts, we need to start making our voices heard. Because the child we lose, the next child that's lost may just be our own. And it sounds harsh for me to say this, but it's the reality. No, no, nobody goes to school expecting to be shot. No teacher ex goes to school, oh my gosh, I wonder if I'm going to be shot today or another child, oh my gosh, I wonder what's going to happen to me today. That should not be anywhere in someone's mind. So we have to protect our children and protect our teachers, protect our communities. Yeah, the world is messed up when you got primary school kids going to school and they have to be searched and going through meditate. That's how you know the world is really messed up right now. It's sad, Teflon. It's really sad. Yeah, you, you like you can imagine that that optics are moment where like, say that the USA put out a travel advisory for like Mexico or Jamaica or, or any other place, and then you on that side looking in and seeing like you have people living in the states where like their their six year old kids going through metal detector and getting like search. You know it. it you know, just just imagine the, the optics. It, it, yeah. But something something has to be done, and I think that the public is going to have to, you know, deal with the consequences too. Because like sometimes, especially in our community, like we see like um, a single parent would have a child that's acting up and stuff like that. And if the school system is going to say, you know what, we're not going to take this chance. We're going to tell the parent like to take him out of the school system. Um, let the parents get help in whatever way they can. Um, now, as parents now, or as a community, we can't come out and say no, like, okay, because we're a visible minority or whatever, that's why they're picking on us. We're just going to have to live with it because, you know, the reality of the system is that it, it's, it's messed up, right? It's messed up. Oh, boy. I don't know. I really don't know. But what I do know is I'm sick and tired of hearing these stories. That's what I do know. I'm sick and tired of them not caring. That's what I do know. I'm sick and tired of them caring more about their profits. I'm sick and tired of them being slow to move. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Go right ahead. Oh, I thought someone opened their mic. I'm so sorry. Okay, I was waiting. No, I was just I was flashing my mic at you. Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, Teflon. Yeah, sick and tired of being sick and tired, and we all have to get to that point. Everybody. I don't want no politician getting up anymore, sobbing at a mic, 
talking about thoughts and prayers. Y'all a bunch of hypocrites if you ask me. Because you stand up in front of podiums and sell a story. Pretending to care. But yet you go back to your offices and nothing gets done. From city council to state representatives to everybody sitting up there in the Senate and in Congress or whatever. None of you care. Because if you really cared, you would have done something already. You care more about appeasing to the, what's, what's the name of the body? The um, NRA, that, that's the name of it? Yeah. You, you care more about them than you care about the lives that are affected. Family members burying children or burying their relatives. That's what y'all care about. So do away with standing up in front of a podium, offering thoughts and prayers, trying to drum up votes. That's all y'all about. You know, we, we got to get out there because we have to make sure we keep the people on our side. Y'all have several seats. Yeah, woman, if, if you follow, like, America history, like, the reality is that this thing... You know, they, they, it got out of control, like the government from like in the 80s coming up to today should have put like a limit in terms of um, the type of weapons that they are, allow, they are allowed to, for private citizens to have. But the reality of it is that, you know, disarming like Americans from, from owning guns or owning certain guns, it's like probably America's biggest challenge because, you know, from, from the Confederate movement, like the, the threat has always been there like look if you try to remove our guns we're going to have like a, a all-out civil war so i feel like the, the 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 threat of a civil war because in america the amount of people that live off the grid and the amount of people that have guns that are buried like people that don't trust government like the threat of a civil war like is something serious that i'm sure it's on the forefront of the, the government minds so i think other than profits or the NR, the NRA, I think the whole idea of like the Confederate and other groups out there that have their guns buried in, in mountains and stuff like that, a civil war, I think that's the biggest problem that, you know, the government don't want to deal with because there are more guns than people in the country. So, and, you know, they just let it get out of control and, you know, they create like an animal now and now they can't retain it, you know, they can't, they can't keep it, keep, keep it quiet. So, right. yeah, it's tough. Oh boy. In our next story out of North America, five police officers have been fired after Memphis man's arrest death. Five Memphis police department officers were fired for excessive use of force, failure to intervene and failure to render aid stemming from an arrest during a traffic stop of a man who later died in a hospital, officials said on Friday. The police chief said Tadarius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr. and Justin Smith were involved in the January 7 arrest of Tyree Nichols, 29, who was a black man. The Memphis Police Department conducted an internal investigation into the arrest of Nichols, who died three days later, and the discipline came after the probe's conclusion, authorities said. The five officers who were fired are all black, according to the Memphis Poli Police Public Information Officer. 
The U.S. Justice Department has opened a civil rights investigation. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation also is looking into the force used in the arrest. Nichols' family, along with protesters who rallied at a police station and the National Civil Rights Museum, have pushed for the release of the police body camera footage and called for officers to be charged. I, I agree. I agree. So, Get you don't just um don't just fire them release the um footage and if they're to be charged please pr- proceed to do so expeditiously i agree florida <laughs> this is uh um, the, them, go oh, ahead go so, no go ahead Alpha. go ahead yeah them them that's what, hey, but tell you, you know, that's what i'm saying you know, not every skin folk are kin folks you get me i say and I you know whatever that thing them probably think say them them probably can get away with it like certain other of them uh brothers in blue have done you know but yeah them 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 not get it them they get it I don't think them might ever get it you know what I mean so I I I I hope them them go jail not just fired them for go jail then yeah if they're guilty they need to yeah they need to face the the full extent of the law oh justin interesting folks um investigators now launch probe into the founding directors and managers of ssl Mm, this is getting mm, get your popcorn folks what you like extra butter light butter light assaulted (laughs) you like the snack pack size or we need a bucket of popcorn that um update courtesy of nationwide 90 fm anyway back to us here in florida so this is a continuation of the story that came to light last week florida says ap class teaches critical race theory and here's what's really in the course courtesy of npr.org florida's department of education has rejected an advanced placement course covering african-american studies saying the class indoctrinates students to a political agenda As submitted, the course is a vehicle for a political agenda and leaves large ambiguous gaps that can be filled with additional ideological material, which we will not allow, said Brian Griffin, uh, who is Governor Ron DeSantis' press secretary. But scholars who were involved in creating the curriculum says that is far from the truth. There is nothing particular particularly ideological about the course except that we value the experiences of African people in the United States and that's according to Christopher Tinson the chair of the African American Studies Department at St. Louis University when speaking with NPR the course is the latest addition to the AP program which helps high school students earn college credit the class is currently undergoing a pilot phase 60 schools were participating in that trial run including at least one high school in florida but state officials have taken issue with the possibility that the course would teach about black lives matter and the reparations movement the state's rejection of the class comes as a wave of states attempt to censor the topics of race and sexual orientation in public schools DeSantis has been particularly combative on this issue. In 2022, he signed the Stop Woke Act, which, among other things, sets limits on how race may be taught in classrooms. What's in the course? 
The purpose of the class is to introduce students to the experiences and contributions of American studies through a variety of lenses. We didn't want to focus just on slavery, although slavery is a part of it, Tinson said. We wanted to give a comprehensive view of the culture, literature, historical development, political movements, and social movements. Which I would agree with. Yeah. Tinson said the course will explore the origins of the African diaspora to reconstruction, the Harlem Renaissance, the civil rights movement, and then some. It will also examine historical trailblazers like Valerie Thomas, a scientist who invented the illusion transmitter. He is particularly excited for students to have a fuller grasp um, <laughs> of the Haitian Revolution, which Tinson argues tends to be underrepresented in history classes compared to the American and French revolutions, despite being the most successful slave revolt in world history. So what's not in the course? Among the concerns that Florida officials have raised is whether the course will teach critical race theory, the legal framework that argues racism is not just the product of individual bias, but is embedded in legal systems and policies. Florida rejected an AP course filled with critical race theory and other obvious violations of Florida law, according to Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz Jr. Uh, that was written on Twitter on Friday. We proudly require the teaching of African-American history we do not accept woke indoctrination masquerading as education. But Tinson denied accusations that the theory will be taught in the course. While the class will explore the issue of inequality, the framework itself is too advanced for high school students, even in college-level course, according to Tinson. <laughs> um... Did anyone see the, let me see if I can find the clip here. Bear with me one second. I'm going to pull up this clip. It's from The View. It happened before. When black people were brought from Africa over here, forced to be here, they erased our culture from us. They took our religion away. They took our names away. They took our heritage, everything that related us to Africa. They took it away and replaced it with Western culture. That's what you're doing right now in education. When you look at the AP classes that are taught right now in the state of Florida, you have Chinese language and culture, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Latin, and Spanish. But you can't have African-American studies, I have a huge problem with this. And this is a course that was created and cultivated with certain expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. Henry Louis Gates Jr. was a part of this. This isn't just some thing that they threw together at the last minute. It is put together to teach you about. I'm not sure what just happened. But let me see here if we can get it back. Are you guys hearing me? Let me know if you're hearing me, please. Loud and clear. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, I'm not sure what happened. Okay, let me see if I can bring it back up. Cultural 
Okay. I'm starting it over. We've seen it happen before. When black people were brought from Africa over here, forced to be here, they erased our culture from us. They took our religion away. They took our names away. They took our heritage, everything that related us to Africa. They took it away and replaced it with Western culture. That's what you're doing right now in education. When you look at the AP classes mm -hmm. that are taught right now in the state of Florida, you have Chinese language and culture, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Latin, and Spanish. But you can't have African-American studies? I have a huge problem with this. And this is a course that was created and cultivated with certain expertise and experience. Mm -hmm. Henry Louis Gates Jr. was a part of this. This isn't just some thing that they threw together at the last minute. It is put together to teach you about us and who we are through arts and literature, as you were saying, science, civil rights, yes. political science, geography, there's so much more to it. And if every other culture can be taught except for black culture, that's racism. That's well, right. Yeah, and it's racism. That's and right. I yep. So that's a clip from The View, one of their co-hosts speaking. Before banning AP studies as it relates to African-American history was an in-depth <laughs> dive done. Did they sit down and read page after page after page after page? Or did they just, oh, it's African-American, delete it, block it, remove it. Is, is that what they did? What are we afraid of? What are we so afraid of? And I said this last week, and I wasn't as eloquent and tactful as this young lady was on The View, but I, I, I have to agree. If my child, who is of African descent, is not allowed to learn African-American history at the advanced level to earn college credits, well, they will not learn any other history. Why should they learn about everybody else's history but their history? Why? To brainwash them? For those of us who are in my age group, who went to school in Jamaica, uh, didn't we all get watered down history, watered down enough? What was approved by the boards that be as, yes, we're going to teach them this, because I'm not going to lie. I was of the opinion that Christopher, Christopher Columbus was good, that the monarchy was all good that they came bearing gifts that you know they had good intentions they were well received by the, the indigenous and everybody lived in harmony but unfortunately the diseases of the Europeans you know befell those of the indigenous communities and unfortunately the indigenous died out these are what well this is what I was taught that it was all love harmony peace and then the slavery that we were taught about was dolled up. You know, you have that doll and you put on the fancy dress. The packaging looks good. So 
with when the packaging looks good, guess what usually happens? How many of you have ever got something and you don't want to open it because you don't want to dismantle, mess, dismantle or mess with it? Oh my God, I got to keep it intact. So that's what we do, right? We, we stay focused on the packaging. Because if we open that up, oh, guys, oh my gosh, we're going to open up Pandora's box and we don't want to do that. Isn't that what has been happening? Well, in my time growing up, and I'm, I'll be 50 this year, so let's go back to the 70s and the 80s. So is that what they want to continue to project as though everything was perfect? And we are not saying that we don't want the other courses taught, but what we're asking for is fairness, equity, equality. If you're going to teach my child about every other history, my child deserves to learn about African American history. And if you're not going to teach them African American history, do not teach them any history. How is it then that nobody is saying that Asian history lacks value? French history lacks value. European history lacks value. How is it nobody is saying that? Because nobody doesn't like it, there's a war against us. When I talk it, people think a Joe thing or I just try to be a certain type of way. There's a, there's a war going on against us. Whether no one will believe it or not, or accept it, there's a war going on against us. And I'm going to talk on all level. There are some things you just include everybody. Where you know what your race, your color, your gender. There are certain things where everybody gets attacked. But there are some stuff we just focus upon one set of group of people. You know what I mean? So whether people accept it or not, we're not going to see one day. So when people talk, people not just I pull things out of the ear or just talk because we like our son or them something. There. You see what I say? There's a war going on against a certain group of people, whether no one believe it or not. And from the day, and I understand how people live in somebody's country, like it seems like majority were over here. So, so for who, who live in America, I understand who, uh, who outside all for people realize that you get me. I say, and I don't know, but, but me, me, me not worry my mouth and talk, you see, you see me. I say, coming to free anybody, but at the same time, I kind of understand certain say there's um certain places you kind of have to just sit up just a little bit you know what i mean without you know but yeah there's a war going on against us whether people want to um accept it or not and what this government you know both sides so nobody feel like i just um the republican both sides them not like we so all who love your rally for who the democrats who them love us Mm, mm, get that out on the head. I'm telling you already. To the same wing, pan the same bird. Just that one kind of out front with them racist, them racism, the next one kind of quiet with it. The one, did he pretend to be a friend, but behind your back, 
Remember them I do some shady stuff behind your back. And you think so, oh no man, I'm a friend that man, I'm a friend. No, he's not your friend. You see me? So and time and time again, them they, they, them show it, show that. Them can come up with um legislation, um bills for protect other group of people, measures that other group of people get their money. But when you come on to the next group of people, a certain group of people, them them not have nothing for no, nothing at all, nothing, zip zero. Right. You um, get what I say? Yeah. But the next one, them out with it. Say, oh, me don't like you know. Hey, the, hey them that group over there, so me, me don't want them for have no access for car, no ways for kind of a vote. Hey, them, hey, them kind of study that have to do with them. Yo, hey, block that you know. Come on, want them people know the truth. What what we we'll do to them in our, right. our, our yeah, you know. But they me teach you basket weaving. You know what I mean? And and they me teach all other race culture. But when it come to yours, them don't want to know nothing at all. But, you know, um, they me, it, so it's 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 hmm. rough, Alpha. It's rough, and you know, calm down, Alpha. Calm down, calm down. Don't don't make it get too get so. No man, no man, no man. Rasta calm man. You know, Rasta calm. <laughs> Right here, I'm going to go learn yeah. to protect my energy. Yes, you know what I mean? Because some of these people are energy to. vampires and they strive off our energy. Lotion. Yes. So, but you have to make it known sometime. Let me check the chat real quick. So, Javette said uh, the 1619 project is going to be a series on cable channel Hula on January 26th. Um, Rick said, get around this law by framing it as a language course. 200 million people speak Swahili, then add in history and culture. Donald said black people in America have never been given fairness or equality. And he's agreeing with what you're saying, Afo. Um, we... Go ahead, Dre, go ahead. My thing is, what is the pushback that the black community is doing? That's Are what I was about to ask. Are they pushing back or... Is it just like everything else? You want something, they refuse to give it to you, and everybody just talk about it and how racist they are, and this is racist and that is that, and then just let it go. We don't have it in school. What is the pushback as a collective? Exactly. That seems to just always be the problem of black people in this country. Like, they, we, we can't come together for nothing. <laughs> um, we don't push back forcefully on anything um, that have to do with us. Yeah. So, yeah, what are they doing? I, yeah. I don't know. That's the question I was about to pose. What are we doing? Nothing. Nothing. We, we, we have... Um, hold on one second donald we have situation after situation varying situations that arise and we end up with the same conversation right now we are on the hamster's wheel and until we make a concerted effort to actually group regroup or whatever you want to say and move forward we don't have to be violent but there are ways to get things done and i do not promote violence but there are ways to get things done and the biggest move we can make is an economic move but we refuse to do it that's the biggest move we can make economics we don't understand how powerful we are economically as a matter of fact let me scratch that we know how powerful we are economically but we do not 
want to use our power so that our voices can be heard. All we're asking for is for equal treatment, fairness, respect. That's what we're asking for. We're not here to hate anybody, to ostracize anybody. No. But folks, it's going to continue to rude awakening. It is going to continue to happen until, as a collective, as Dre said, we decide that we are going to take control of the narrative. We have to clean up, group up, and exercise our power. Know how to negotiate. Know how to move. Stop being licky-licky and hungry. Go right ahead, Donald. I can categorically say, as a collective, it would never happen. Hmm. Not as a collective. That is my opinion. First of all, the people that is chosen to represent us as a collective does not represent our interests. Hmm. I notice I said chosen. Yep. We have very weak communities, therefore we do not choose our leaders. As such, if you're a celebrity, a sports star or whatever, all of a sudden you are granted the privilege of representing black people. You are granted the privilege of being a so-called black leader, whether or not you even know what's going on in the black community. It is the only race of people I see, at least in this country, where just being a celebrity or being of a certain stature automatically grant you a leadership position with the ability to speak on behalf of an entire race of people in this country. <laughs> Those of us that is saying, when will they come together? That's another problem because pe black people like the idea of referring to themselves in the third person. By, by the mere fact that you, you refer to yourself in the third person means that you think you have no responsibility to make any change or to do anything different because you avoid yourself of any responsibility by saying black people don't come together you don't do this you don't do that unless we look within ourselves introspectively and start taking responsibility at individual levels and at the group levels around you in the small circles and start making conscious decision that is of the beneficial to you and the groups around you and as such, that momentum spreads, nothing substantial would ever happen. Somebody made the point before where you have to start to get involved in the local communities and know what's going on on these boards and all these people that are making the decisions for the communities and for you. Mm -hmm. It has to get down to that. It ha the change has to come from the grassroots. You understand? The yeah. biggest movement we have seen in the recent times when it come to a, a mass mobilization of black people in America was the Black Lives Matter marches and movements. And in my opinion, it was very shallow. <laughs> it was just based on a mantra. Black Lives Matter, it, it, it sounds good. It, you know, it, it gives you some publicity out there. And what we were do? Patronized. Mm -hmm. they, they, they block up some streets, paint them. You understand? Paint them. 
oh black Lives mother bolivar and name this place there and oh we're gonna take down this statue or that statue no legislation no nothing <laughs> there was a shooting i think of the asian community whatever over the weekend yes before like Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. salons and stuff. Georgia, in Georgia, and, no? And oh, in Georgia, A whole yeah. heap of things was mobilized on behalf of the Asian community. Laws was put in place, things happened. Meanwhile, the whole Black Lives Matter that almost shut down the country and all this stuff, what substantially came out of it? So... What they do is they patronize us. They give us, oh, Juneteenth is now a holiday, so it's a great thing. You get another day to stay home and sleep. Anyhow, <laughs> so you, 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 you give us these holidays, you give us this symbolistic stuff that just play with our emotions, but there is nothing in place to substantially change anything that's going on. So after we come off the emotional high, we settle back into the same old, same old stuff that we were dealing with before. Mm -hmm. You handpick people who just want to be on TV, sometimes talk a set of nonsense, or they give them a script to say what they have to say. Hmm. The most of the, the black community disagree with them, but we don't, we don't mobilize. <laughs> it would not happen as a collective. It has to happen in individual pockets. You have to see small groups of people coming together to make a difference in their communities, in their families, and around their circles. And that is how things would start changing. If we're waiting for this big mass um, people that are racist to change and all this nonsense, nothing happening. Yeah. It would not happen. Because we would not get, for instance, there are certain banks. I know a community where Bank of America do not open the ATM after certain hours. Only in that community, <laughs> in, the, in these communities. Why? <laughs> How are that going to change unless people in the community say, okay, you're not opening your ATM, I will go to a bank that is opening the ATM, I would stop doing business with you. Right. These are the kind of things that have to, have to happen. It's not a policy that affects everybody, but we have to change at a granular level. Yes. If we have to see any impact. I agree. I'll tell you something. I'm going to make this comment and um, unfortunately I have to keep it moving. But, I'm, you know, as you're talking about making an impact at the granular level within our communities, let us, we, we, we complain about, what is the term, regentrification, where, you know, they come into our neighborhoods, push us out. But who caused them to push us out? We did. We did. Why aren't we taking care of our neighborhoods? Why are we allowing people to have graffiti all over our neighborhoods? Why are we allowing whoever to push drugs into our neighborhoods? Knowing the repercussions, knowing the outcome, knowing that is an orchestrated plan. Why are we allowing that? Why are we allowing them to put liquor stores, not wine and spirits shops, liquor stores on the corners? Why are we allowing that? Why is it that as you go through some of our communities, there's garbage all over? 
strewn all over why aren't we putting garbage in receptacles why is it that we don't have the pride we ought to have in our communities we allow our communities to be run down weeds all over buildings not painted why are we allowing that to happen in our communities and then we turn around and complain that they're pushing us out of prime real estate why aren't we the ones taking a stance and saying you know something we are not going to allow this community our community to be a, a victim of regentrification no you know what we're going to have a community meeting we're all going to meet and if it means we're going to start with one building at a time one house at a time that's what we're going to do we're going to clean up paint fix it up and move on to the next one why aren't we doing that we don't see the value in what we have but somebody else sees it and we complain when others see it but we have it and we don't take care of it the i i syndrome everything is about i i me <laughs> nobody sees anybody else why why is it that you will live in a certain in a certain space and don't take care of it but you'll go in another space and take care of it why can't you take care if you don't take care of the little that you have how are you going to get more so if we want atms to be open 24 hours a day we have to change the look of our community we have to crack down on our youth start parenting our youth and let our youth know we don't want you bringing any guns in here we're not going to tolerate you selling drugs because the drugs you're selling is going to put you in jail not the person who it's ultimately going to benefit because the person who is at the head of the drug organization their children are going to ivy league schools and taking luxury vacations while you end up in a six by six cell or six foot under So we need to stop complaining about what everybody is doing to us and start doing something so that we can be taken more seriously and being, be seen as a positive force, the positive force that we are. I'm sure the ancestors did not go through what they go through and risk their lives for freedom for us to just be complacent, not care. We talk about being enslaved we're still enslaved mentally shake it up and i you know we need to move away we need to start moving away going from going back 400 years okay we know what happened how are we gonna move forward because if we keep just focusing only on what happened we'll never be conscious of what we can make happen going forward you remember the history you learn from the history, but now how are we going to pivot and make changes? How are we going to do it? Another hundred years down the road, we're going to be having the same conversation. Oh, 500 years ago, that's why we're where we are at. No, we need to get up and be the force that we are. Go right ahead. Moment, nobody's coming to save us okay facts and the sooner we get that in our head is the better for all of us we have to do what is required to save ourselves we have to do what is required to elevate 
ourselves and you have to start with yourself and your family because nobody is coming to save you there are people that are thinking somehow everything would magically change it wouldn't happen like that it will never happen like that you have to decide what you want change and you have to work on it change the thing that you can do the things that you can do for yourself and your family make the changes you want and that's where it would start yeah and here's a recommendation since we're going to be talking about this story tax refunds um courtesy of npr your tax refund will likely be smaller this year here are more things you need to know but here's what i'm going to push that to the side and here's what i'm going to say here's what you need to do stop taking your tax refunds and run to louis vuitton run into gucci run into prada run into all these designers invest in something that will give you an roi you, you may be getting less this year but whatever it is that you get how can you use it to create something that will give you an roi thereby improving you let me tell us something all these designers they love tax season because that's when they make a bang. Return on your investment, folks. Return on your investment. Thank you, Javette. <laughs> Return on your investment. When you go into Louis Vuitton and you pick up a $3,000 bag, what value does it have after that? Can you use it to pay down on a car? that you could possibly use that vehicle to earn income? Can you use it to pay down on a house? Can you use it to do that? How about you change your economic power by changing your credit score by paying off some debt and then being smart to use their money because they're using our money, right? How about now you flip it, build, get your credit score up so you can take out good debt that will give you an ROI. Invest it in probably Airbnbs, probably flip some homes, get some business where you can offer people jobs. Stop running to these labels that are billionaires already while you are broke and our communities remain broke while we're building their labels up oh you can call me a hater i don't care i don't have to own a louis vuitton i don't own one because it's not adding value to my life we're running to buy a 3500 bag do you have thirty-five thousand in your account if you can't afford it 10 times over don't buy it rude awakening and i'm not hating what i'm trying to impart is common sense what's the point of walking around with a 3500 bag on your shoulder and you don't have a pot to piss in what's the point we are worried about people's perception of us so what if them see you in the same jeans pants 
for the next 10 days. You bought it. It's yours. We're so focused on impressing others. Packaging. But when you open the package, there's nothing in there. What's the point? That's how we're going to start to make changes within our communities. By changing our economic situation. Pay off our debts, increase our credit score so that we can get loans to invest in real estate and change the narrative or go buy some land. It's a chicken shot, egg, egg shot. Start to be, be more self-sufficient. That's how we build up our communities. Right? Everybody wants to look as though they're they, they secure the bag. Because I listen to these dumb rappers. That's the problem. They look on some dumb rappers where I go as far as I sell them out to the slaughterhouse. You know what I mean? And, and they just willingly I go with it. You know what I mean? Um, them, them don't want to sit down and listen to like um, um, that, um, uh, Cla Dr. Claude Anderson with that about group economics and all them something like that um you know um Tariq Tariq Nashidi uh Riza Islam um Phil Scott you know a whole heap of these other people were actually out there on the ground I, I do some work even when name Killer Mike you know what I mean them <laughs> I don't know something that's what I said before at this point I feel like uh, the best thing for do I just as I'm agree with with um uh, uh with, with, the, with the king name again um, Daniel Daniel yeah Daniel said I'm always I say to at this point best thing for do I just do for you or your family and like minded people collectively it may not think it's gonna happen but I hope I'm wrong I'm really going to hope I'm wrong but. Collectively, we're not sure if it's going to happen or if it's going to happen, we don't think it's going to happen no time soon. Mm -hmm. But like-minded, things are being done. Yeah, yeah. And you have people, you have families who are growing up by a plan, black families are growing up by a plan. Good. Um, Nation of Islam, they are growing up by a plan. Um, uh, uh, you have Tariq Nasheed and Risa Islam with the whole reparation thing. You know, them get California on board now, we'll, we'll get ready for start that out. So Minnesota now, I say, hey, you know, yeah, we're thinking both of the same thing. So, a shift I take place, it might not seem on a huge collective level, but a shift I take in place, it's taking place. Alright. And that's one of the reasons why you have the governor in uh, Florida, I try to block certain stuff, because you know one of the people them for literate, um, literacy and for know about them history so that our next we have fight against it right black black that so they more wise up and try to do certain things right. um that is why another reason you see when they must show like 30 all, seconds all after 30 seconds because i got two are, more are, stories are, yeah. i'm gonna this now 30 seconds or less that is why I say when you go hear a large amount of African American go over to Africa, it always a broadcast because well, now you're going to take that black dollar and go over to a black nation and I build up that black nation. So, they might try to 
Oh, the uh, African Americans migrating over there, so this, that, the third. All right, I gotta cut you off after so sorry. 30 seconds already? Yes, I gotta <laughs> cut you off. Gotta cut you off. Sorry. All right, then, cool. So, just real quick, your refund is gonna be smaller this year. I gotta let you know that. Um, file online or face the dreaded backlog. Uh, the stimulus giveth, and now it's gone, so the stimulus is gone. Also, um, what's gonna change is that. There's no more child tax credit, okay? Mm, yeah, so uh, speak with your accountant, your tax preparers, get abreast of what has changed, but do not expect what you were getting before. Be smart with your money. Be smart with your money, folks. That's all I can say. Um, in the chat, Javette did put, figure out what your debt-to-income ratio is. Start figuring out needs and wants. Donald said, buy a car and do Uber. Yeah, do something, folks. Do something. Invest in you. Make 2023 the year that you invest in you. Okay? Touching on the place, we now wash the face. Everything it a be sell up. We have liquor by the case. Call them rolling bumper, man them whining panda. Everything turn up, whole place I go burn up. Shell it down, shell, shell it down, shell. So the girl them do it well easy, simple. Believe me, shell it down, shell, shell it down, shell. So the girl them do it well easy. Waistline spin like CD. Every fetid mashup. Bumpers over the dasher. Gotta say thank you to all of our listeners who logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com for quality music while you work or play. Keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone listening on JohnnoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. When we touching on this spot, well surrounded by Everything nice. Of course, I have to say a big thank you to everyone with me here on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. You are listening to Coffee in Toe, World News on the Go. Tune in every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Always great conversation, shared views, opinions, and interesting perspectives. You can follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the me in everything is MI and here's what's coming up later on today set your alarms folks for 10 p.m. Eastern. It's days after dark real relationship talk. Join myself Rosolo Sonette Javette and Marlon. Yes, as we talk about hmm, relationships. Do women destroy men, good men? We're going to chop it up later on. Join the conversation live in Clubhouse or you can listen online on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. <laughs>
my listeners from all around the world listening online on QMZRadio.com and JohnNoRadio.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. I do appreciate you. Have yourselves a wonderful rest of the day and I'll see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Moments with me signing out. Oh, she did.